listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't mess your head up. Still running with these young bucks. Still running on jet fuel. Still pimping on what, what? What was I thinking? I wasn't. What am I drinking? I buzzing. Speaking the weekends. I used to fuck with your cousin. I used to rap about nothing. Now I rap about nothing. But that nothing was something that ain't nobody was bumping. See, I still got it, boo-boo. Just a dabble, do you? Wonders if you don't wonder if, <laughs> wonders if you don't want to be up under some gross dude. But most girls are doing for a corner seat and no boo. Hey, welcome to the black guy who took podcast your host rod and karen and uh we're in the house saturday feedback show kind of late mm-hmm. but better late than never is what i say yep uh power went out guys so we weren't able to do the show this morning uh we didn't have power all night like it, it's like it just waited for us to wrap up balls deep and then the power said good night <laughs> right and then about nine something this morning it was like i can you about two minutes nah i was just joking yeah it came on for like two minutes at nine in the morning and uh then it went back off so we were like let's go get breakfast we were doing everything you know we went and got something to eat last night mm-hmm. went to the movies street lights were turning off behind us as the lightning was striking right and and, and to the me, restaurant we was in blinked in and out one time right i think the most uh i think i will say fucked up but the weird part is that i didn't realize that all areas aren't on the same grids because goddamn it across the street the power was on like literally mm-hmm. if you looked across the street the power was on if yeah you, we just happened to be on a different grid so right it happened to be kind of on the end of the grid and the grid is probably really really big uh because our uh uh property people sent out emails was like because at first i thought it was due power they sent out emails i'm like hey um, i thought it was text messages i mean text messages okay talking about hey uh don't be calling us this ain't what they said but this is what they were saying don't be calling us uh contact the power we got shit to do with the power going out yeah so uh yeah it was cool dog um you know but people were patient for most of the time and then you know we came back power was on and i was like you know we can do the show and then karen was like i'm gonna take a nap mm-hmm, and uh we were cool it worked you know i played a bunch of arkham night i was having a great time and then about four this afternoon people finally had enough to start hitting me up asking when we was gonna do the show <laughs> right they was like hey y'all niggas y'all power back home yeah and i was like can't sleep you know i'm not going there and get my arm chopped off because you because <laughs> you couldn't wait a couple more hours yeah yeah when i woke up i was like i do whatever i wake up because i don't not trying to be funny i don't have times rarely i have times where i could just a lot of times on the weekends we're doing this the nut off like and other shit we've been busy so i rarely have times where i could just sleep on the weekends and just wake up when the fuck i feel like it and not be on the schedule so i was like you know what when my black ass wake up is whenever we do the show yep so she's here now we can do the show this is our feedback show this is where we read five star reviews from itunes and stitcher we also read comments that you left on the website votes in the poll emails you sent us all that stuff and we also give a lot of credit and praise to the people that uh donate to the show let me start with those guys first i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song for you today's a new day that's right hey as people hook up the show let's talk about them we had a bunch of new people too i don't know what what got into you people but we appreciate y'all uh you know coming on because you know it's how we can always use 
some new people um yeah y'all help pay for the candles and flashlights we had to buy because uh the flashlights was like um we gonna give a little twinkle i was like uh yeah my phone light is stronger than this dog Mm-mm. uh micole micole hit hooked us up with a first time donation like, yeah that's definitely new mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah and this with an m not in not nico Miko. so she hooked us up um sorry computer's a little, a little slow getting to the next email uh but thank you very much we appreciate you Miko. thank yep. you sweetie uh matter of fact maybe we just go to the phone oh my look quicker good grief it was moving fine and then the show started it was like Mm-mm, fuck that uh a woodsy wood uh hooked us up with a donation thank you very much we appreciate you would thank you sweetie um also this, uh, takes a sweet ass time uh, going from the top here um all right that's just uh you know what i like this song a lot too that's all <laughs> i don't know what the hell is going on i know got the choir singing come on uh all right i'll just do it uh yeah so we'll hook this up early daisy photography thank you very much yeah marvin b yes marvin b recurring donation thank you so much alexander m hit us up with the one-time donation thank you very much alexander candace h she's new candace h first time donator thank you go join the new donators uh you know um uh class mm-hmm. the new members class will you know will be teaching you a lot comrade will read the will lead the lead the class mm-hmm. um oh, and i just deleted somebody by accident god damn it somebody <laughs> didn't get a shout out fuck asia d recurring donator uh chriselle m recurring donation a new person saida h i hope i pronounced that right but saida thank you very much brand new yeah monica b jennifer h thank you everybody rock from the black astronauts podcast another new person i don't even know how to pronounce your name but i'm gonna try rita may c thank you rita may uh but go join the new numbers class kari kari g another uh new donator yep um edwin m um that's new too bomani jones yes bomani jones thank you both leslie s new donator look at this shit i don't know if i said something during the week anyway steven w also a new donator what's going on this week anthony van d another new donator yeah we thank you all these new people renate i hope i pronounced that right or renate yeah either way m renate m or renate m new donator i was like we heard y'all power went out (laughs) our girl film underscore esquire who just got married yes she did beautiful in her dress her her and g oh my god it was gorgeous stunting on them right uh they uh uh, olivia donated to the recurring donator uh pete b recurring donator thank you very much pete um and then the last one for some reason won't load i don't know if that's a mistake on our part but yeah those are all the people that donated except for that one person who i skipped and i'll never be able to get that email back and i'm sorry oh you so you can't go into deleted files 
i had to read every single email again because i don't know what the name was oh my bad yep so sorry about you buddy but uh as y'all yeah. can see a lot of people donated yeah we see so, it, it boom and that's the first time we ever made the whole song yeah and that's mostly because the damn computer froze but okay <laughs> I'll for, take the, it. for the person who's like i gave money and they didn't let me know you let us know because because like i said roger i didn't realize you had to go back to all of them but we thank you for everybody that felt this week you were moved to donate to us you keep this boat afloat thank you guys yeah we appreciate y'all um all right let's get into um people who left five-star reviews all right uh you can go on itunes and leave us a five-star review um and you can also go on stitcher and we'll read them as long as we like them the first person is jafancy xl i think like hold on what was the last day we did this oh wait no no so the first person is actually wlf girl so wolf girl informative and fun i thoroughly enjoy listening to tbgwt every day i'm a new listener it just started two weeks ago i love the discussions on current events that affect the black community the witty remarks and games and just the down-to-earth personalities of the host rod and karen i appreciate the different viewpoints and the insights they have to share on the subjects they discuss i haven't been able to stop listening since i started and always look forward to the next podcast thanks wolf girl thank you sweetie uh now jafancy xl says i like it five stars i like it that is all this is all <laughs> short and sweet and that's all we need five stars in the comedy right ain't gotta be worried y'all the receipts though mm. is from oct.libra probably like uh october libra um my first episode was by rachel and i appreciate how y'all had all the receipts she has seven exclamation points he or she um i listened to the count to countless reviews on a lot of topics and and tv shows on youtube and podcasts and it extremely annoys me when people get facts wrong and don't care enough to do a quick google search to verify you can tell that you do you definitely do the research and come with facts to back your opinions and i appreciate that thanks again well thank you man i feel i like that is one thing i do try to do with the show is i look up and read a lot of articles i try to get a lot of tags a lot of different you know i like to know what we're talking about because there's a lot of stuff we don't talk about but it's mostly because we don't know right um if we don't know then i don't want to just be half-assed on my opinion out there plus honestly as a podcast listener when there's nothing more frustrating than when i know more about a topic than the host but the host has decided to talk about it and they're just flat out getting shit wrong right and and you're like but you could have easily found that out like you didn't even need to go to the air with this Mm -mm. uh black guy named kit says great listen five stars i just started listening to podcasts and i actually found y'all after typing in black on the itunes search tab best random search ever social commentary is a1 and karen sound like one of my country cousins also rod kaminsky is going to get you 11 points to seven boys down in charlotte with 25 plus minutes a night thanks for the content i'll be listening well i hope you're right kent me too i doubt, I doubt you're right but i hope you're right <laughs> me and, I, too. and the question isn't how many points he's gonna get us the question really is is that gonna be more than winslow 
whose career would i rather have in 10 years when i look back and be like man they should have got winslow hope i'm wrong like nothing would make me happier than me absolutely wrong about frank kaminsky as i draft pick or as i like to call him kkk <laughs> that's his nickname that i came up with because he got three k's in his name and charlotte keep picking white dudes um also on stitcher we got one five star review mike wright leaves the best show out there i've been listening to the to the tbgwt for almost six months now and the show gets better and better rod and karen have great chemistry and the laughs never stop coming they are one of the reasons i picked up a microphone to start podcasting myself keep up the awesome work you guys thanks thank you we will be keeping up the awesome work oh we sure will uh all right let's go to the show page and talk about these comments mm-hmm. we uh did a spoiler movie review actually we did three spoiler movie reviews with our girl monica castillo putting them out of the international business times that's right guys we have people with check marks on our premium shows <laughs> they're official some of you guys aren't aren't premium aren't privy to this but uh it's fine uh and i, I and i did love this film mm-hmm. monica seemed to hate it which is reasonable yeah sandler agony leaves us a comment he says i knew this film was going to be a bucket full of stupid but the only way to enjoy it was to treat it as a parody of itself i'll admit i expected more from jurassic world though saying that is like wanting a version of the slow burn that was the first film yeah i will say this man i don't think you can do that first film again no like i i think they tried that i think people have already forgotten that they did try that with the last two films to have the slow build up and it actually is kind of whack yes like it I, is. like i already did the way to hour for tyrannosaurus rex thing i'm not doing that shit again Mm-mm. first off bryce dallas howard is the mvp of this movie only because her role as the female protagonist went the entire film in heels and it was stupendously hilarious right i had a local theater in florida cackling that she proceeded to roll her sleeves up but leaves her shoes on <laughs> i was thinking she had to have a pair of kicks laying around the offices of jurassic world but no such thing dallas howard's claire isn't an interesting character but she's humorous even if it's supposed to be unintentional humor i still can't believe the thing she manages to outrun yeah me too she was outrunning tyrannosaurus rex at one point and i was just like it's some hills she was getting it yeah i was just like okay like unless you used to be a prostitute no one can run that fast in hills <laughs> that's day the only people i see run like that chris pratt was fine here but i felt he was given little to do here besides be a main source of charisma i laughed when he was directing the raptors and conversing with the other character yeah he felt underused somehow yeah yeah i can hear you otherwise i managed to have a good time with it only because i didn't treat it seriously and that's probably the best way to enjoy this movie at best yeah don't take it too serious Mm-mm. i've been seeing chris and sterling and people mad i was like i don't know what the fuck y'all mad about this literally there hasn't been a jurassic park movie that was good except the first one yep like i don't even know why the fourth one would be the one where you're like god damn they finally put it together (laughs) you know what i mean but whatever i'm not gonna save anybody i can't change your opinion episode 975 was don't save rachel it was our feedback show um and uh it's pretty good you know went on for a while it's two and a half hours people had a lot to say about rachel dola's out yes they did no uh, even the people that you know claim to you know that we Not need to care. stop talking about it and don't care you know even those people got to write right. in and say something right you know it's like Not the kardashians right i don't care but here's an hour rant about me not caring okay mm. 
all right here's the comments he wrote shibe says oh boy that superman is looking very sexy i wonder if dc warner brothers has the same policy that sony does about spider-man if not i expect a black sexy summer of 2020 dc warner brothers <laughs> now this is a comment about the pick the show art that we use for this episode mm-hmm. so if you're wondering what the hell that came from that's what it was um so i'll load it in the chat if you guys want to see what we used for the show art and we can delete this person i don't know what they were doing in the chat um but yeah so let's see um more comments scroll down scroll down just take your time scroll down butterbean says i would like i would watch ballers just to hear you guys discuss it with justin that's the rock show i honestly man like i just don't think we're gonna have a dim dat whatever right now Not because um the shows that came on i don't think lend themselves to it ballers mm-hmm. isn't really one nope. true detective i'll try to maybe i'll i'll just keep talking about it on the show every once in a while or something yeah, I'm, but karen doesn't want to watch that mm-hmm. and then she don't want to watch the new jack black show mm-hmm. so you know and ballers really isn't good like not not that it's not good, good. But it's not heavy enough to do a fucking right. hour and need guests and all it's just too right. much right and i pride myself on not forcing shit it, that would make the show whack because we forcing shit we can be funny without reviewing shows so right we'll just wait till a good show comes back anonymous says between the his tweets last week belittling and dismissing how black women feel regarding rachel and his opinions on the eulogy obama gave in south carolina i'm done with ta-nehisi coates we all grown we're all grown and can have different opinions on things but i think he just comes through with an agenda and no matter what occurs he has to find a way to push that agenda fuck that dude i feel like for a while now he's been tiptoeing that cornell west tavis smiley line but the last week he's going full fledged now fuck that dude damn uh i don't like i don't think i caught a lot of uh because for some reason i wasn't on twitter. oh because i was doing balls deep so i wasn't on twitter to see the a lot with the eulogy stuff like i think i came home saw like a last couple minutes of the speech yeah i think we were we out um Didn't i don't think came? so no because you oh. didn't have friday off it was it was friday okay it was yesterday and i want to say i came home for lunch with you and caught the the end. end of it yeah and then and then i started doing balls deep like i you know i had other shit to do and uh we both watched the speech in its entirety later right and when i was live tweeting it you know when i was thinking about it i saw a lot of people um who were for lack of a better word like people were kind of like telling me the people that didn't really have anything good to say about the speech and i'm i'm not really shocked because it's mostly people that don't really have much good to say about the president in general or right the circumstances he's dealing with <laughs> so i'm like i don't really care right. for their opinions and i don't keep up with them and i feel like there's always gonna be some niggas that's gonna be riley freeman about this mm-hmm. you know or is it huey freeman whichever yeah, uh, maybe it's huey. but you know how huey freeman uh is always on um uh, on the boondocks kind of shitting on the president like you know niggas love the president so therefore 
uh i gotta hate on the president like there's always gonna be some people like that and uh you can't get caught up in that shit man Mm -hmm. i don't i don't really like those people don't what they think doesn't change anything about you Mm -hmm. and because they're sitting with their arms folded and back and stuff you know in a lot of ways i think a lot of them do that actually to protect their feelings Mm -hmm. because they're actually more optimistic and idealistic than i am i'm very cynical so when i see the president give a talk about race i don't think to myself well he couldn't say this you know or you know why did he call them crackers or whatever like i don't even think shit ah, like that you can't I, do that yeah i don't think stuff like that because i'm very cynical i'm right. I did, like i did not expect the president um i didn't expect president obama when he first got elected even with my highest of high hopes i was like i don't expect him to talk about race a lot right period because i because what's the point it's america he's the american president and the country is racist is really no fix to that shit Mm-mm. and the only and they're gonna call him divisive just for speaking on it they're gonna you know like he's gonna catch hell so my thought was he'll just he just won't talk about it much um but then we find out that um you know he does talk about it often um and even though every time he talks he gets criticized from idealistic left-leaning black people uh black academics mm-hmm. uh and then you turn around and he's also getting criticized by right-wing fucking sycophants and you know the vast majority of americans that live in that comment section and the people that you know love seeing that flag fly right and you know i feel the same way i feel about you know al sharpton or, or netta and deray or like i'm not contributing to the negativity that that man receives i'm sorry right it's, it's kind of productive it's just well I, I don't care about productive it's just not my thing i'm not gonna do it you are, feel free on your own timeline to tell me that the president ain't shit and he fucked up and he should have gave a real this that and okay cool don't. i'm sure you black it up every blackity black chance you get at your black ass job don't. i'm sure you take a stance every single time you're supposed to take a stance cool what i'm saying is i didn't have that expectation so i'm just gonna be a cheerleader on this and and honestly i think black people need to stop being policed about that shit right because we don't get too many opportunities in this country to cheer for anything or anyone right we don't really need your guilt trip over the shit so you know if it makes you feel like some type of special better type of nigga to always shit on people uh you know the shit on the president and all the shit then fine but it doesn't make me feel that way and i'm not just saying that about ta-nehisi coast i'm saying that about anybody be be critical of the president if you want but right. then leave me the fuck out of it and don't be critical of me for being like um i because i do understand the situation and mm-hmm. i'm still like yeah I, I i prefer his approach so that's the end of that for me right right and as far as i'm concerned don't don't yeah like i said you yeah roger is a better person than me because you know i'm apt to be like fuck you block like because you know well no i mean it's not arguments that are happening on my timeline nothing like that is happening but people will point me to like oh did you see what tiny hot said you know did you see what bo said you know and i'll be like that has nothing to do with me Mm-mm, you know all. like if they want to like they're more harder on the president than i am Mm -hmm. you know i can't change that i'm not gonna i guarantee you there's no level of conversation that we would have where they would be like and now i'm gonna stop doing that so why even talk to them about it you know what i mean they're gonna obviously 
minimize whatever accomplishment it is to a certain extent right because it's kind of been that like at this at this point the president is what six years into his something like that yeah i think next year last year okay so at this point whatever the people have been saying they've been saying it for six or seven years ain't that the truth so i'm not gonna even argue with them because you know i am of the belief that once the president is gone people will finally be able to go black people anyway will finally be able to kind of go back to just um a level of objectivity that we haven't really been able to enjoy for the last eight years for you know because i've reveled in it i love having black president fuck that if it make you mad it make me smile make my dick hard but as far as the people that are like i gotta be just as hard on him because he black those people when he's gone i want to see what happens because republicans other democrats white people are going to try to erase much of his legacy right a lot a lot of the things that he's accomplished not necessarily just for on race because i think a president can't solve racism and i never Mm -hmm. i always thought that was a very childish idea in the first place Uh, right so when i see people complaining about why the president didn't fix this shit with some you know like like when people were like well why didn't the the president uh you know think body cameras gonna fix something i'm like these are the actions that a president can take like i don't know what magic wand he's not gandalf so i don't know what what thing you thought he was gonna be able to do but he took the actions that i thought a president could do but the problem is racism is systematic and it's never gonna go away but Mm -mm. you know him changing drug laws him getting providing health care like him him putting these things you know uh into uh the the ethos putting these things into law and policy those things matter to me they don't have to matter to you but they matter to me right so yep i have a lot of um kind of i'm just like you know i don't check for those people's opinions on the president because you know i you know because to the to a large extent um also because they're cynical they get more attention right and i hate when people bother me when i'm giving my opinion about something positive with the president and they want to come argue with me and be like that's the problem because you like them i don't go in your mentions when you don't like them and try to change your mind so correct so i've just taken that kind of vow where it's like you know i'm not gonna check for people when i know i know what they're gonna say like it's predictable at this point you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't care and i know that you know i'm assuming nobody comes and tells them what the fuck i think about the president right so you know i you know i don't understand i guess i i just personally have already come to peace peace with like okay ta-nehisi's just not somebody that i agree with on everything and that's just the way life is um and he has his own blind spots and shit like that as well you know right just just like everybody else and like i say for me when it comes to it it's one of those things where everybody has their own opinion and i don't have to follow or know what these people say a lot of times i don't care what they're talking about i also just feel like for all the academics and all the big words and all the fucking degrees you put behind that shit their opinion on certain shit is so idealistic and childish racially for me right that i have to ignore it you know what i mean because you know when you're writing something about like i didn't like this so-and-so about the president and then it's like so what would you have liked to see i don't know it's like oh so you're kind of just complaining 
just go- to complain like rights like i don't know if you understand you're black in america you're never gonna feel great Mm-mm. about race you're never gonna feel great so if the whole thing is i'm waiting on the speech or the action from the president that makes me go ah, i feel great now it ain't happening nope because as soon as you walk out your so, door or do anything else you're going to come to realization a lot of shit ain't changed yeah so i yeah yeah so i'm like i and i think to me the biggest conceit and i think where people get a lot of insults uh get insulted by their opinions is this idea that the other black people are being fooled you know what i mean like oh y'all just that's just because the organ is playing or that's just because you know he was in a church or that's just because uh you know it's just a speech you know and they think that all the black people are being fooled and we're gonna walk outside our door and go racism is over ali ali oxen free we're not fooled either we're just as fucking smart as you we just happen to take the good with the bad right you know we we happen we will celebrate certain things despite knowing that they're not going to change everything for everyone we walk out the door and i really do think that's where a big disconnect is and that's where the insults come from that's where people start feeling like oh fuck this person and i i don't like i said i don't really have a fuck tied how to coach or you know obviously not fuck bo that's my friend like but but you know on certain shit i'm just like yeah that you know i'm sure when i'm ranting about kobe he probably be like you know if he sees that shit i'm sure they he'd be like come on man so I, it's like you can't get too caught up in that shit in my opinion right. and honestly it's not it's not some shit like i don't know to me it's not like gay marriage or taking down a flag or something like you know it's not even something that matters like okay mm-hmm. he's still the president mm-hmm. you know I'm just, you know anyway that's my opinion uh but uh you know i've been keeping it real from jump man i'm i'm a, that's my nigga you know fuck with the president and uh i'm gonna be standing for him and uh i don't care me either me, and it's and it's just that uh simple to me and the thing about it is everybody has their view and their perspective about it and it's just one of those things where my opinion is my opinion and i think a lot of times people just want to engage especially with you in particular people just want to find ways to engage and talk with you so you know everybody comes at you in different ways but a lot of times the end result is to just uh have a conversation with you not always arguing i know i've kind of had to learn that because uh you know i'm real quick to be like you wouldn't talk to me like this in goddamn real life get the fuck out of here but i had yeah to- i'm not even talking about confrontations though i don't even think that's what that person's feedback was talking about it's not oh, oh yeah, I know, yeah it's not about arguing or mm-hmm. anything you know so I, I mean i don't think that has anything to nah, do with it you get fed up with certain things so i completely understand their yeah, perspective I, you know i like i said it's, it's just different different points of view man like Mm -hmm. honestly part of the problem and and i don't mean this in any slight towards folks but part of the problem is that y'all put too much weight on these niggas opinions they just like don't put too much weight on my opinion i'm just a person too same here you know like one of the reasons i do feel free getting on this microphone and giving our opinion about everything it's because i don't think my opinion should change the world or shape the way that you think or change everybody's mind if it does that's awesome if i'm able to give another perspective that's dope but i'm not really here to to like i'm here to give my opinion and then i go shopping like at harris teeter like everyone else so (laughs) right to me i don't feel special for giving my opinion i feel like everyone could do that um so 
i feel that way too about you know no if a person got a billion followers on twitter and they say you know they still gonna be the same as you you know um they're still gonna be a celtics fan you know what i'm saying like some shit is just they just gonna be the same so you know um I, and one of the things I, uh, about tanahasi when i first read him uh it was some he was like really shitting on the president hard and i think he's softened up and changed a bit over the years to where he's become a little more realistic and i think this happens to a lot of these black academic folks is they shit on the president out to prove some level of objectivity and then they realize that the people who agree with them and co-sign them and love the the, the raise their voice up are racist white people people that that would love they love niggas that want to infight and talk bad about niggas they love it right so now it's like i didn't say that tana Nelson co said that you know it's like so yeah and, and that's just the nature of a position like president like you're gonna have one side that you know hates you and then the other side that hates you as well you know <laughs> like if you you know so like i said I, I don't put too much weight on anybody's opinion um because i you know i'm pretty solid on mine anyway uh the poll was is it hot enough for you yes or nah uh 80.36 percent of the of the uh of the uh, podcast listeners say yes it is hot enough for them care that oh. shit it's been for the past three weeks it's been over 90 100 it's been a beast uh that means 19.64 percent of people thought nah it's not hot enough for me shit where the fuck you live y'all must live in some very nice areas man ah uh, clear we uh we are not living uh living in the coolest place man it, once it cooled down the storm started and then we lost power so right they call it for another storm so i'm like okay don't don't come on storm don't don't get mad and be like fuck your power tonight too nope knock on wood um all right so we had episode 976 american terrorist where my mom and my dad was here it was my father it was my father's uh father's day annual show mm-hmm. and then my mom uh came through as a surprise guest because we didn't get to do mother's day with her and uh we had a good time we did here is the uh the comments we had a lot of comments on this episode uh, and a lot of comments on social media and stuff people say they love when my mom and my dad come through and can y'all have them on more often and <laughs> somebody called my dad sexy i was like calm down lady <laughs> they always say your dad's sexy with his voice and stuff kate cheryl mls says if i'm not mistaken ruth's list of acceptable latino countries almost exactly matches a list of south american countries that accepted and sheltered nazi war criminals uh yeah he does talk about them being the white hispanics and shit you know wouldn't be shocked like i said i really think they only scratched the surface with that storm roof dylan storm roof i feel like the more they look into that kid the more they're gonna see how much of his mentality and backing it came from some very mainstream places not just this the conservative christian council whatever that place was but i mean like you know i feel like he there's communities out there that support people like him and and we don't look at those people as terrorists in this country and it's 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 far past time that that was that we were um you know and and they said the fbi has actually done studies like in a few years ago they actually said that there was going to be an uptick in uh white supremacy actions and shit like that and everybody out of action free that bullshit like "Mm, you don't know what y'all talking about yep um oh man and then i can't even believe i skipped over this but 
the the fucking speech was excellent uh mm-hmm. sorry i just just realized i didn't even say that when talking about that whole time how to coast thing yo if you can watch that speech and you really sit back with your arms folded good for you and everything but something's wrong with you you know what i mean like i that speech was good and not just on a i felt it intellectually like i i tweeted out the words he was saying and you know pause it and you know replay certain shit like yo he had bars Mm -hmm. and you know that's the most i've ever seen a president acknowledge race in this country in my lifetime um and especially from the right from the correct perspective like that speech wasn't at all about what black people need to be doing Mm-mm. now it is sad what it took to get there right and i feel like the president has always had to have that like to hold back somewhat mm-hmm. and and i'm sure he had to hold back somewhat even in a speech like that because no matter where that speech takes place it's really a speech to america right. but that was the blackest motherfucking speech of all time mm-hmm. from a president to a black packed house about black issues supporting the black causes and giving black people um such love um it was it was amazing right did they honestly all jokes aside that i don't think they will ever get from another president again as much as people talk about that and to me um only a black president could have give could have gave this speech in a black church like this uh and got the response that he got shit only this president right like i wouldn't even like i don't know that the next nigga's gonna be able to do this if there's another black person anytime soon right like this was a president obama moment right you know because like one of the things that doesn't count for obama that a lot of these people that sit back with their arms folded never give him credit for when he when he selects these attorney generals that's him too you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. eric holder is him too you know like loretta lynch that's him too like the, and those people do not pull punches eric holder was on twitter calling dylan stormroof a terrorist and that this was a terrorist act that is that that resonates with me because for people that don't have situations where they have to regulate their words they don't understand like it's gonna have to be a multi-pronged attack like i can't say blank from my office but you can from your office and i hired you and that's what the fucking message is so they gonna have to you know like they will hate you but they will hate me by extension but it doesn't matter you'll speak the truth you know and then that's the you know ah it was so good anyway and i'm not talking about oh he's saying amazing grace that like i wasn't i mean while not saying that that's no big deal because i really do think uh a black cultural moment like that is cool Mm-hmm. Uh, i do and i don't think we get many of those where we get to be like man our president black as shit so that was cool but man when he's talking about how long that flag st- stood up there how black people have always known that it stood for something else mm-hmm. you know and how there's a part of america that's either been in denial or is now saying i'm woke i'm waking up to the fact that this is not a cool thing to 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 do the flag needs to come down right and he touched across a lot of things you know he when he was doing his speech he uh talked about 
how uh you know people want to go on an interview and have the name jamal and know that you get the same chance for a return interview. yeah he's like you yeah know, johnny and touched, jamal yeah he touched a lot of different uh topics and i think a lot and he didn't say because jamal don't have his pants up no or the kind of music he listens to no. or having kids out of way like like this was only a speech about the issues black people face even when we're doing quote unquote the right things and shit it, was, it doesn't matter and that's not equality and that's not fairness and if people want to solve this this issue we can't get caught up on you know bullshit right and i think too it's just one of those things where uh because our president is so polarizing uh people already come with their argument points and their perspectives and shit like that so i think that makes a difference but i'm not gonna lie i love i love my president my president is black i voted for him because he was black and i'm not afraid or ashamed to say that and you're not gonna make me feel bad because other people vote for other presidents just because they were white Mm -hmm. so you know people act like there's something wrong with with black people for doing it when 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 white people do it all the time uh and uh like how can i say this and i think for me when i go back and i listen to the speech it is a black speech and that's something that rarely happens in america for a president period or a lot of times whenever they do give these speeches like this quote unquote they always have to spin it and turn it around to we're all americans and all this and all that he's like no 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 i'm gonna come here and give a black speech to a black church and y'all gonna have to deal yeah i don't think i would say is i don't think you voted for the president just because he's black though because you voted in every election you voted democrat i like for you every president yes i have so it's not like you weren't gonna vote and then you were like oh i'll vote democrat because this guy's black this time oh no <laughs> so so i don't even think that's a fair assertion to say you know i know there are some people who are like i'm only going to go to the poll these two times and i'm never going back unless there's another nigga up there to get voted for oh I've, yeah i vote but, every every time which is completely different. but i yes. feel like when people say that that's unfair that's unfair to yourself and it's unfair to the president you're not voting for him just because he's black um because if that was the case you know motherfuckers would have been like yeah i voted for jesse jackson oh i you know i gotta get out here and vote for herman cain like no no. niggas ain't stupid no you voted for a black dude that actually was the best candidate and presented your views and has done the work and shown um that he was the best candidate from the initiatives he got passed he had the best week ever last week yes you know like whether you're talking about uh obamacare being and i'm not calling the affordable care act obamacare uh he said he don't mind and i don't give a fuck if if you do right he embraced um, that name because they wanted to make that a bad thing right so obamacare got uh through the uh the supreme court right they was like y'all niggas ain't gonna be stripping shit nope the gay marriage got through the supreme court right which they were upset that hey. motherfucking confederate flag came down yes sir um like yeah the the shit the shit matters man you know like um you know the speech he gave like he just had a fucking really good week you know and i'm sure some crazy shit will happen next week and we'll be like what's going on but yeah he had a really good week man so can't you know i'm not one of these people that's here to just try to belittle everything that man does Mm-mm. and something else before we move on he has been the most disrespected president of all time yeah that's someone some told not gonna talk about yeah either. someone heckled him and i'm gonna be honest with y'all 
i don't give a fuck what that lady's causes people keep writing in right telling me well you know it's because trans rights yeah that's cool but there's a way to be respectful about the discourse that you want to have with somebody and that ain't it Mm -mm. i don't care what your cause would have been like i'm sorry but you can't just be i'm an activist i'm a yelling okay cool but then when the dude when 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 the president's like all right you got to get out and nobody gets to hear about what the fuck you had to say that's your fault and it's counterproductive and nobody it's a proper way to do shit and i think that uh any other president that shit would have never happened it would have never been allowed yeah, nobody would have mm-hmm. sat there and talk about you lied when he was giving the state of the union speech like you know nobody would have been pointing fingers and, and showing their asses and i want to see the next president be it male or female i want to see what they be doing this same thing when they disagree with the shit that they do yeah they disrespect the office because he's a black man you know there's that one lady that wouldn't shake his hand when he showed up to her state and she was supposed to be he was so she was supposed to greet him when he got off the plane it's like what the fuck are y'all talking about the nigga's not even some fired like he's not some fired up like i'm gonna get these white people type of dude like he's he's like the most low-key he's a jackie robinson of presidents like he's the most like i look i know the right things to do so that the next nigga gets a chance you know not just me and people still got all this like he's divisive i'm not you know i get to yell at him at this press conference and shit like mm-hmm. it's it's so bad anyway so uh butterbean writes in uh oh yeah but anyway i just wanted to say that i enjoyed the speech as well i thought it was great um uh, and i thought the speech he gave earlier that day on uh, marriage equality was also great you know so that's awesome uh k uh oh, butterbean writes in i was wondering if y'all were going to do a ball alert with mommy and daddy tips haha <laughs> we did mm-hmm. b blizzak says i was going to tweet this but i couldn't fit in 140 characters now how i needed to pause this episode to express how much i love and felt proud on how you didn't bring up in all the spelling mistakes you encountered while reading that savage cave boys manifesto until you got to the part where he mentions that black people have a lower iq lol i mean i only found two but then again english is my second language yeah he had a lot in there all kinds of grammar mistakes too right that underscore mitch says hey rod and karen aside from the terrorist hate crime yes i use all the words fox news and some unqualified presidential candidates didn't want to use for this tragedy i'm more appalled at the pastor from chesapeake virginia my hometown who as a black man had the audacity to say that it was a crime against christianity and not to jump to conclusions until the facts came out as a christian and a black christian at that i feel inclined to visit this man's church to see what kind of congregation he has because there's no way i could be under the leadership of a black pastor who doesn't understand when a killer says black people have to die that's not an attack against christianity at all it's an attack against blacks and if i was a member of his church and praise jesus that i'm not i'd definitely be submitting my resignation letter with the reason being because i'm black i do not see Uh it i do not see it for him at all his comment was not only a slap in the face to his congregation but to the victims of the tragedy and to the members of the church in charleston i'm not sure who's worse the pastor or don lemon thanks for the great work keep up the awesome work we will thanks mitch and uh yeah dog i don't know how you could be black in his church because my black ass is gone they burning down black churches five churches have been burned five or six in the last few days one of them here in the south one of them happened in charlotte north carolina so Mm -hmm yeah man like shit is no joke right now Mm -mm. and this nigga talking about it's attack on on christianity 
uh, he probably yeah. thinks that's a tackle. It's like so they just all happen to have Emmy Zion in the fucking name, but they okay. Yeah, they just happen to have all black congregations. Okay, right. Okay, what a coincidence, right? Prince Laurent says the GOP has to be regretting the alliance they made with the Tea Party back in 2007. Now they can't find a candidate that is qualified, but is also willing to fully pander to the racist voter base. Romney and McCain was just as qualified as anyone to become president, but they didn't embrace that schism. Right, that racism held them back, man. Because mm-hmm. they, be they be thinking about having a future and the fact that they got to govern centrally. Like That's the problem for the Republicans is that you have to go so far right. Mm-hmm. to make it out of their primaries by the time you return to center they hate you and the country hates you like that's the thing like by the time you go to center like even with romney being the most viable candidate that they had they hated him because oh, yeah. he wasn't racist enough right you know like they they had no like they they wanted when he got nasty in the debate and started lying uh in the first debate against president obama people was like president obama lost the debate and i had to that was when i about got an aneurysm on the show because i was like this nigga was lying mm-hmm. like of course you uh, uh, if you really think winning a debate is watching a motherfucker lie and make shit up that's gonna easily be found out to be a lie the next day sure he won the debate but if you have any common motherfucking sense like i do that nigga just lost everything Cause it's with cause the next debate when any of this shit comes up, the president gonna be like, "Well, you was lying." Like he like the president is so good at shit talking, and the last thing you want to do is give him a chance to talk some shit, and that's what he did to that boy, twice. Anyway, um, but yeah, by the time McCain and those guys do the thing where they try to, um, <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. where they try to uh, come back to the center because the country is more central yes it is it's, it's too late you know you already talked all the shit right you know you go back to your house or senate or wherever you whatever you know uh government position you had and the people are like hey we're gonna vote you out next time yeah i don't even well, it depends yeah i don't even think they worry about getting voted out i just think that they never take positions as hard like it's hard when you're in a party where people are clapping for Rand paul when he says the government shouldn't do anything to provide health care churches should do that and sometimes you gotta let people die and people clapped mitt romney can't get people to clap because what the fuck is he supposed to say he not gonna win the fucking like by the time he gets to the primary and uh i mean gets out the primary and it's just him versus the president uh and and the president brings up didn't you say you need to let some people die oh like it's gonna come back to haunt him so it's like no i can't say that so he's like well i don't think we need to make people die i just think the states need to do it blah 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 and people are actually booing that like oh this motherfucker we don't need to let people die god i hate him right which is very idiotic until your children or your family member dies okay right they don't but they don't care you know they just keep picturing anytime the GOP talks about helping somebody I'm pretty sure the racist people just picture whoever they don't like Mexicans blacks whatever right right right, right. they don't they'll yeah. never picture they don't never picture, <laughs> they'll their, picture themselves their grandbaby grandaughter uncle right. or somebody they lose their job or or, or or some shit like that then right. all of a sudden they die and then turn around but like help me they're like oh oh uh, they got to die too what do you mean they got to die I voted for you it don't matter they yeah. fell into the category of dying yeah they just look at it like what he gonna be giving birth control to women's you know whatever whatever group they don't like right 
all right so i will always remember the face mccain made at the town hall meeting how he actually defended obama a few other times yeah because his voting base was saying shit like he's a secret muslim it wasn't a big surprise that romney called for the removal of the rebel flag the tea party is taking note of which republicans have agreed with romney and they will have no chance to be president i you know what's funny prince lamar i don't know that you're right about that i think at some point and it's got to be coming soon the republican party is gonna have to like drop the tea party they're gonna have to have a separation they're not the political influence that they once were and i think they'll fizzle out and fade into just being regular glp people i don't think they're going anywhere Mm -hmm. but i don't know that we'll see i think we'll always see a couple of quote-unquote tea party candidates but they will always be running jokes right the actual person that's trying to be president will not cater to those people yep hc rod's dad seems like an excellent father and husband but i'm also aware that he's a duke fan it's part of my heritage to look at them as inferior it's how i was raised is he just one of the good ones or was my upbringing a lie <laughs> resolve this tension for me uh I, who said he was an upstanding father and husband i didn't say that <laughs> you can't be up don't call up here make don't put lies in my mouth uh b touch says i just wanted to make sure i thank you guys for this week of shows in general and for this episode in particular it was really great to hear rise dad and mom join you both on the episode and how well everyone since the humor fit together the charleston news deeply upset me and continues to upset me and tvgwt has been an important element in my coping i grew up not far at all from charleston and was haunted for days of something like this happening to my parents or my aunts or uncles many of whom are deep in the church and rarely miss a bible study to hear people try to shift the blame onto the victims for not owning guns or going into mental health young and disturbed defenses offends me at a level things rarely offend me at so thank you so much for doing these shows and finding a great balance between tackling the seriousness of it all and yet still providing opportunities to laugh and smile no problem be touched you're welcome it's kind of what we do man it's our thing you have to have a balance you're going insane if you don't will in toronto says good show as usual dear brother rye your parents are hella funny uh bruh that robber that stopped for a two-piece basically pulled a deshaun jackson dumbass dropped the ball at the one yard line started dancing in the end zone shaking my fucking head yeah that was a guy who got the biscuit yeah like game of thrones you get caught or you die uh we had a poll the poll was was that really a rat in the kfc food <laughs> yes or no yes 60 percent of y'all think it was a rat no 40 percent of y'all said it i don't think that was a rat joe spacey says i don't care how golden brown it is if you really even thought that had you had original recipe rat you don't take a bite to prove it you once sure you don't. once you take a bite it's yours no matter what it is <laughs> this is knows. not this is not fear factor take ben to the manager and ask for another piece seriously though that was what was that tail piece if it was batter that was a lot of excess flour well guess what guys they did test it it was not a rat it was chicken independent lab looked at it so they got to the bottom of that so let's all calm down rat gate is over <laughs> radicon <laughs> radicon is over we have officially uh solved gotten, this issue got to the bottom, got to of, the it. bottom of it uh episode 977 rapper in chief me and karen discussed the latest from 
rachel dolezal more charleston fallout president obama went on a podcast said the n-word people lost their fucking mind all right yes um and uh it was a pretty good episode uh we had some comments on it um b touch says we have the sassy black amc lady here in atlanta too of course y'all do someone reading this and listening will say i went to go see dope and at amc on saturday great movie by the way and her line reading was so sharp and severe that it almost involuntary almost involuntarily yanked my phone out my pocket and turned it off i felt like my mama was scolding me <laughs> i know so serious. they harnessed the power of the black woman voice didn't they uh honey child turn them phones off back there in the back right you know because it's not like she's like ridiculous racist stereotype but she just Mm-mm. she just delivers the shade so good she's like because we don't want something to happen to your phone like a bear eating it <laughs> right and you're like what they got bears in <laughs> what here? the fuck i, yeah, I won't know I'll, well yeah. shit then i'm turning right. my phone off yogi ain't getting me anzi davis says the media proved president obama's point the media was so focused on his use of the word instead of the context of what he was saying that they missed the trap he set the media was stuck on the ideology of the word instead of the legacy of where the word came from and what has the country done to fix the system and how to make it better Mm, maybe i don't know if he was trying to set a trap or not honestly um but uh, i forgot to add that to his best week ever though that n-word was great um and yeah i don't i don't know man like the i just think the media in general is just not very well prepared to have these discussions that people keep saying they want (laughs) nah they won't you know? no they will never have these discussions and- i love what the president said in his speech about that mm-hmm. it was like we had enough discussions it's time to change some laws because that's time for what the flag matters. to come down yes. like tired of y'all having these you either know and shit yeah you either know or you don't want to know right that's it like no more excuses for people being racist and doing racist shit just because you're not calling me a nigger don't mean you're not racist ain't that the truth just because you got a black friend or fuck somebody black don't mean you can't be racist yeah and uh bah and um k-bad and tone brought up a great point on firestarter people act like children about the word nigger they do you know um like i can't say it you know like the media will play the clip unedited right and then go the n-word when they talk about it like like no one can control themselves or black people don't understand context like we're gonna hear don lemon said nigger and go oh my god i can't oh no oh no i'm losing my shit you know not that don lemon would ever say nigger because he swears he don't and that is the worst word ever Uh but you know the point being you know no one's gonna lose their shit i listen to uh podcasts with white comedians all the time and shit that sometimes they'll drop an n-bomb they'll say nigger and in the context if it's not offensive i'm not offended right because a lot of times it's in the context of something they're not throwing it out there just just to say something right if it you know conversely know the difference right and conversely if i've ever listened to a podcast or a comedian or somebody that just says nigger to say nigger i'm like yeah well fuck them i don't like it wasn't earned right you know what i mean i don't get why uh that was okay it wasn't okay with me you know so uh that you know like i said i for the president he wasn't trying to be funny he was just illustrating a perfect point i don't know that it was a trap but i just know the media did what they always do like they just are not very well equipped to talk about this shit with nuance 
it's got to be a five minute segment with three people on screen arguing and it's got to be yelling loud and you got to print out a sign and go does nigger offend you and shit like that right Come on. you gotta have a panel with no black people on there talking about let's talk yeah about niggas not saying it yeah it's y'all it it is it, is only gonna hurt y'all for watching it so i don't me either like the only time i talk about that shit is if it's funny like i like i laughed at don lemon but he didn't cause me no stress in my mm. life this week what uh cow oh what's that i said news not me either Kyle says, I'm not surprised that the news decided to focus on Obama saying nigger. They don't want to risk scaring white people off by talking about race, and that's why I think that Chuck Todd was full of shit when he said he was trying to make people uncomfortable. Studies have shown that the news gives disproportionate coverage of black criminals giving white people a distorted view of crime. So yeah, Chuck Todd ain't slick. Well, I just honestly think Chuck Todd was grasping at straws talking about, yeah, I make the audience uncomfortable. What? The, the 13% of the audience is black? What about the other 87% of the audience that's white that's perfectly comfortable with you saying black people shoot people too much? All right. On a lighter note, I'm glad y'all enjoyed your time at Heroes Con. And I think it's cool that Rod is trying to try to remember the names of some writers and artists. I know for me, it's the inverse. Since most of the comics I read growing up have characters who are owned by the writer or artist. And as a result, I don't know a lot about iconic characters who are owned by companies like Marvel. Yeah, I'm gonna try, man. You know, next time maybe I if i when i go i can like get some shit signed or know some people or something although i still don't understand the they really need a guide to the conference and like what proper etiquette is and i feel like they're missing out on that because they like they need like somewhere where you can go and there's information like all right people go down this road and they don't just talk to the artist but the artist will sign their book you could buy the book from the artist and have the artist sign it there okay um some of them draw prints for you mm-hmm. some of them do commission work where yeah. you say can you draw iron man shooting a rocket into wolverine like some of them do shit like that i i feel like they need to explain all that because i don't know and no uh, one was there to give us the rundown so i felt like a lot of time i was just walking past people like i, I don't know if i know you and i don't know what you're doing right and, and they and, need some person there in official capacity to bridge that gap because right and it's I, not that i don't want to know but i don't i don't I also don't know if i'm being rude or impolite or whatever you know what i mean yeah, or, or if right. i walk over are they gonna try to sell me something like i just want to ask a question now all of a sudden i'm in a like oh i guess i gotta buy a 20 dollar paint from this dude because i i just want to know what the fuck what i was supposed to be doing over here right and and i think they leave more up to you to determine but like you say uh as these comic cons get bigger you're always going to have people that are brand new to it uh, just the experience and all that stuff i i do agree with that or like a a welcome some form of a welcome center i mean because they mm. did have one but a where it was located at you could literally walk right past that bitch because you know it wasn't like here we are um and also i think that um it needed to be more how can you say i guess signs to let you know what they were doing per se so you can kind of read or something like that versus Mm -hmm. you just kind of walking past them or or like you said that makes sense more of an etiquette thing you know like a person that that could do be like a liaison because you just see like a long ass line for something like i wonder what that's about and then just keep walking because like i don't want to get into it you know right and oh yeah as far as me 
uh i leave that up to roderick i just like going to him i don't yeah as far as who the artists i i don't care okay um should the president have said nigger to make his point yes it was needed no it was too uh, yeah, and by the way yeah karen don't care because she was walking up to people i don't even think she knew what the people were dressed as nope which is you know to me personally kind of ridiculous because i'm like oh man that's you know the water clan from naruto and karen's just like oh people that have stilts right that's all that mattered to me right so it's like i'm enjoying the con on a nerd level of being like i don't want a picture with you know like you know like if i see somebody that's dressed as like a whack villain or something like if i saw somebody that was dressed as the sad man i'm like i don't want a picture with that nigga but if i saw somebody that was dressed as like you know war machine i'm like oh fuck or dr doom or something that's different karen's just like costumes click 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 costumes right so it was a totally different experience for me and, as well right and the thing is i had just as amount amount about about as fun as you did no i say you had more i'm not even okay. i'm not i'm not downing your attitude okay. i was just saying when well, you said it doesn't matter to me and i was saying yeah it doesn't i saw it karen just walked <laughs> up to people like i won't take a picture that's yep. it i'm 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 like not that nigga you know like Man, I, I was happy y'all i was like a little kid because like i said to me it was my first one i didn't know what to expect and so to me i was like you got on a costume can i take your picture snap snap and i was just like a kid in the candy store yeah also you know like it's a little uncomfortable too as a male because some of the women like you know they're dressed in like shadow cat or whatever and you know shadow cat has a very revealing costume and there was like a black woman dressed as shadow cat i'm assuming that was her boyfriend that she was there with and so like karen went to go take a picture with her and then she had this look on her face like oh my god i hope you don't want to take a picture with me and i was like bitch i don't want to take a picture with you but it was just like this moment of like she was nervous that i was gonna want to take a picture with her and i was like you know and i could feel it you know like sometimes you could just feel it coming off somebody where they're like oh i didn't pay that attention oh uh, yeah baby. you no you don't need to apologize it has nothing to do with you but but i had those moments too where i was like yeah you know what the you know i don't want these chicks thinking i'm trying to like push up on them or right. make them feel uncomfortable or like because i you know i'm sure there's probably a, and you know i've read enough on it right where, you know i know there's people trying to take like surreptitious pictures of these women you always or grab a squeeze or some shit like that in a picture and like i'm like i don't want to add to that burden and right. you know i like i'm perfectly fine taking a picture of you by yourself i don't need to be in the picture or anything like that right. so and so a lot a lot of them i was gonna take pictures with them by themselves like well some people they asked me to join yeah i think because you're a woman okay like they would definitely were not treating me that way oh um, okay <laughs> so yeah the poll was should the president said nigga to make his point uh yes it was needed 95 percent and five percent no it was too much Jawan says how that ride a carrot i was in the middle of listening to this episode the 128 mark uh minute mark where you played the clip of the interview of the racist murderer supposed black friend and i almost vomited what the fuck first of all this wayward young asshole gonna fix his mouth to say well this has nothing to do with the poll but okay well he ain't never did anything racist against me so we cool still cool even after this dude went on a historic black church went into a historic black church he researched and killed black people admittedly because they were black to start a race war talking about everybody making him out to be a racist bitch he said he was a racist 
he didn't have to treat you any different because you were around there letting his punk ass call you nigger and shit like it's cool you were one of the safe pet black boys to him also what's even more disturbing is that his this dude also says his initial plan was a target of school you knew this guy was unhinged and had a plan to massacre some people and you chose to keep silent i want to find that little ignorant motherfucker and shake the shit out of him oh that's that with the black dude that we played the video of yeah yeah that dude was tripping and it also goes to show you how pervasive that mentality is of he couldn't have been racist because he he was nice to me right that don't mean a motherfucking thing like, <laughs> right i hope people really really you couldn't really, be a serial killer he didn't serial kill me right he didn't chop my ass up <laughs> right right but that don't mean that there wasn't victims that were affected by it yeah i don't know if it's that new millennial shit where like the whole race doesn't matter crowd but you let somebody call you nigger you don't know what the fuck is going on in their brain all the thing you know is they don't really have to respect you you know what i mean like that's the only thing that they learn there uh nub says thanks for another great show okay i have a question with all the issues surrounding dylan roof and what he is and what he said is there anyone in the public eye who has the nigger pass anyone who isn't rachel dolezal pretending to be black i was thinking during this episode about the n-word pass is something that might not really exist but white people want it so much that somehow it is acceptable and even achievable for any and all white people who are cool enough to have the right sort of black friends i feel at this point the nigger pass should be relegated to a goddamn joke i don't know about y'all but i know i'm keeping my personal supply of nigger passes locked down and far away from white people for the foreseeable future oh lord in fact man i suggest that we stop giving out nigger passes for the year 2015 it's obviously too soon for white people we may need another wait another 500 years also i saw rod's twitter profile pic of karen of karen with a lightsaber and rod with the gun uh, it was a blaster super cute silly rod thinking he could use bullets against a true jedi use the force karen <laughs> yeah you know they do be reflecting them blaster rays like it ain't shit <laughs> um but uh I, well, here's the thing i don't believe in the nigger pass i never have and i've mm-hmm. never like i've never seen it as a my white friend is so cool i let him say nigger around me i've never seen that as a badge of honor uh because i've ne- i would never be like i'm so cool with my white friend i call him racial slurs about white people either even though i know it's not the same and those slurs wouldn't hurt i don't even play like that you see what i'm saying like even knowing because white people will tell you shit to your face like no nah, man you call me a cracker or whatever i don't care yeah i'm not gonna do that because right. one i know you don't care and two i do care about being called a nigga so i'm not gonna pretend for you that right. that's the same and that and, and you know not. like one they know it's not the same correct but they will pretend that it's the same so that they can get that quote-unquote pass and i don't know who these black people are that are being fooled by that um but that's on them to deal with just keep mm-hmm. just keep it away from me i don't like i you know i see people all the time that think that that's how cool they are with white people and i'm like you telling me your mentality and that kid who was caping for dylan Stormroof after the after the massacre this is really that much different if, like if your boy went off and did some crazy shit you wouldn't be the worst person on tv talking about call me nigga all the time i thought it was cool mm-hmm. not me anyway capadonna says the fact white people lost their minds that the pres- black president said nigga but somehow missed his point about the myriad of other ways they call that man nigga on a daily basis prove this point calling obama a foreigner terrorist uh, or thug are just more colorful ways of saying president jigaboo 
yep right so, also socialist mm-hmm. uh muslim mm-hmm. a bunch of shit hell fox news finds ways to call obama a nigger in multiple ways for my morning cup of coffee but obama saying the word is slight is is inciting a race war to quote elon james white i'm tasting pennies and jonathan says the president was making a much needed point just because you aren't saying nigger doesn't mean you are being racist when a teenage girl at a pool party is thrown to the ground because she's armed with a bikini and the media and comment section go directly to she's no angel just like thug terrorist foreigner urban etc it's all it's a dog whistle when zimmerman got shot at by the guy who was stalk he was stalking no one said zimmerman's no angel the interview on fox where the woman called obama the first hip-hop president is a dog whistle to the racist yep rapper-in-chief woman that woman didn't even look at that read or hear that interview i guarantee you gave zero fucks hell even when you have a killer write a manifesto and make com- and made comments about killing black people for being black he's not racist his black sambo friend tried to shuck and jive his way to defend his confederate flag waving the literate ass from being called a racist right because that's also sad because like you could call me a nigger and we could still be friends but the worst thing that can happen is i could allow someone to call you a racist i still had to protect you from being called a racist i've seen more emotion about calling the president out for using the word nigger than for the white kid killing six women and three men who he called niggers to all you mm-hmm. right and what about the people that actually call the president obama a nigger and don't use no words? they just flat call him a nigger right we've seen the comments to all you niggers who are upset that obama said nigger because it demeans the office go fuck your entire self lbj and nixon on tape repeatedly talking about niggers we've had supreme court justices and presidents who were members of the Klan, not to mention the presidents who owned slaves the argument that it gives a pass to say nigger no the fuck it doesn't a man can call his wife a bitch and a wife can call her husband an asshole but god help say the same things to them about their spouse um if i'm not fond of the word nigger but the pussyfoot around it when you are trying to make a point is more offensive to me it's patronizing you didn't say nigger but forced me to fill in the blank and think it the president was calling out the idea that you can have otherwise racist speech and actions but it isn't racist because you didn't say use the n-word right and it's a point that black people make all the time i don't know why mm-hmm. you know everybody was acting like it was brand new but i guess you know a president's never a sitting president's never made that point before uh then we had episode go taylor swift episode 978 Mm -hmm. we talked about uh taylor swift and don living in that stupid ass sign Mm -hmm. uh ex-cons uh who escaped prison and people want to talk about their dick size (laughs) company slowing down the internet service bunch of stuff had uh, a bunch of comments let's get to these uh capadonna says rod and karen not that you'll take my suggestion but anytime you talk about a black conservative or don lemon you should play jigaboo time by farside or crossover by epmd it's only appropriate trigger warning for the audience you can call today in uncle don lemon's watermelon dispatch oh lord yeah uh we will not be making that uh segment but that's funny i do like that song jigaboo time that's my that's my jam have i heard it yes i probably have have when you sign the dotted line it's jigaboo time it's jigaboo time it's a it's just a far side interlude it's not okay i'm looking i don't think it's a whole i'm um, like i ain't never heard that shit on the radio yeah it's not a whole song it's a it's a skit it's uh it's a minute 26 seconds i'll 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 see if i can play it jigaboo time it's jigaboo time it's jigaboo time 
jiggable time, jiggable time, jiggable time. When you rap for the money, jiggable time, jiggable time, jiggable time. When you don't have a plan, jiggable time, jiggable time, jiggable time. You rap for the white man. Now, I'm not going to play that because, honestly, despite how I feel about people, I don't promote calling niggas coons, jigaboos, uh, sellouts, all that shit. Um, even, and if I, 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 like I said, I don't like to level those accusations. And even if I was, it probably would be far past a joke to me because it's one of the most serious things you can say about another black person, right. in my opinion, is that, you know, but um yeah you know and i definitely you know as angry as, as don lemon and so many people can make me i definitely don't want to start a segment based on that right, where yeah. we're calling it out i know other people do it all the time and they make jokes about it and whatnot but i personally that's a that's a personal line that i don't really like playing with all right and i might disagree with people i might think people say shit outlandish i might call them out for and things like that but at the end of the day it doesn't strip them of the blackness right right and like if i think like the like the way i feel about clarence thomas is one of those things where i'm like that's as close as i'll ever get to being like yo this this dude is just fucking pure evil and using blackness for evil that's the closest i'll ever get to it and even with that dude i don't walk around calling him jigaboo coon all that shit other people will say say that shit i won't correct them you know what i mean i don't gotta save them my job but at the same time i I personally that's just a line i don't i don't like i don't want to cross uh and if i do cross it you guys will know that i'm not fucking around (laughs) (laughs) like it done got serious just letting you guys know yeah it done got serious for you y'all will be like that nigga is super mad because he don't even joke like that uh well actually no i would i would joke like that but i wouldn't seriously level that accusation i'm sure that I'm, yeah I, i'm sure i can make some good ass somebody's a jigaboo jokes i just hadn't thought of any off the top of my head <laughs> oh yeah kate writes in the husband standing by his wife joyce mitchell uh who helped the prisoners escape reminds me of an article i read years ago in the rolling stone in that case the husband didn't believe that his wife had a sexual relationship with a 13 year old boy until the day in court where the victim was asked to describe how they had sex recognizing his wife's favorite position and other details of her sexual preferences the husband finally knew that she had lied to him i suspect that mr mitchell is in for a similar wake-up call yeah oh, oh. that dude's in denial like a motherfucker yeah he gonna be like yeah she got a, a nice little heart tattoo in her in the thigh you gonna be like how how you know that she swore on our children yeah okay, okay he gonna have a mental breakdown in the courtroom we're gonna yeah. escort him out to death do your ass part i guess apparently so eve says don lemon is the troll of all trolls i just wonder how often he has to change his tap shoes because he like he sure likes to dance from now on i'm just gonna call him don bojangles lemon shaking my head <laughs> trevor h says so huckabee thinks south carolina isn't a racist state because the governor is indian and the senator is black so by the time that same logic america isn't a racist country because the president is black fuck out of here will in toronto says huckabee strikes again there was a time when i figured he'd say that type of shit to get ratings to sell books but these are 
definitely his beliefs he can go to hell i find it funny how in essence jay did the same thing that taylor did but he got nothing but backlash and the backlash wasn't even from the labels it was from consumers of fellow artists at some point folks just gotta admit they don't like him and no matter what he does it's gonna be a problem to them i've been saying that for a very very long time yeah i ain't gonna front it's a huge part of just people have people don't like him Mm -hmm. and and i've seen people try to go into these long screens and pontificate Mm -hmm. about title and shit and i'm like but even if you didn't like title you wouldn't hate it this much like right like it's like it's a difference between being like indifferent to something where you're like man fuck that nigga you don't you know i don't want that shit like like i'll never see niggas going a a a rant about new balance that bad even though niggas don't really wear new balances but you'll go on a fucking hour-long rant about title like like title came to your house and slapped you in your face (laughs) right like like title stole your first newborn baby you like well goddamn what did title do to you yeah they made me go get it i was like i'm gonna try this shit like just because i had never fucking thought about it really um and i was like i i want to know what the fuck people are talking about now right that was the best advertising you could get yeah like how can you be this passionate about something that's what three months old right so i'm like i don't it's not it's not very old is what i'm saying you know it might take years for a company like that to turn a profit twitter still ain't made a profit Mm -mm. you know what i mean like yeah that's crazy man people are crazy about some damn jay-z uh what the only thing make that worse if like kim kardashian had thought of it <laughs> what offends you the most was the poll the confederate flag the word nigger or don lemon <laughs> the confederate flag actually came in third it <laughs> <laughs> was like that's not the the, the biggest issue i got 13 percent said confederate flag 17 percent said nigger which gives john lemon a <laughs> whopping 70 percent of the vote <laughs> i mean that's a landslide right guys. it was like fuck that nigga <laughs> prince lamar says i'm from rural north carolina so i'm used to hearing nigger and seeing the confederate but don lemon never ceases to amaze me he is the purest embodiment of what cnn really is cnn is the place where well-meaning white people can go for safe news and safe assurance watching fox news is a bit of a stigma and one of those ms and one of those msnbc may cause you to question your ideas and actions I would bet my life that Don Lemon prides himself on how reasonable he seems to that white people, to those white people, I guess. There's not an issue on earth that he can't find the middle ground to debate that shit. Even with rape, he had a discussion on how women should fight back. To me, the only difference between Lemon and O'Reilly is that Lemon puts his headlines in question form. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a statement. Yeah, yeah. he has no journalistic credibility at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he would call himself a journalist. I don't even know what he calls himself. Because I don't watch his show. Mm-mm, don't care cedric says great episode guys i'm not even gonna bring up the other two options it's don lemon by a mile i'm surprised don continues to call the stir each time i hear about something he said i'm like people still watch cnn and don lemon right hey man it's just honestly dog i said at this point it feels like don lemon's writers come up with the best screenshot that will go viral and then make a show around it because mm-hmm. i don't even know how like just a nigga holding up a picture of the word nigga being like does this offend you below it it's the perfect viral screenshot of course it's not gonna ever cause me to pick up my remote and go see what he had to say about Mm -hmm. it better to get you talking but it will cause me to make a whole lot of jokes on twitter that night so you win don lemon you are one of the most mockable people on earth 
he's just bad what's so that's what's so offensive you're a news anchor yet it seems you've done no research into any of the topics you discuss you're just a troll it's sad how this story pivoted from that thug terrorist to the confederate flag ugh i'm so sick of cable news thank god for tbgwt you ain't got the answer says oh this was so hard i can't believe i had to choose between don lemon and that whack-ass flag i feel tricked <laughs> they're both terrible but i voted for don lemon he's just so ridiculous and such a foolish idiot that he left me with no choice we gotta run him the fuck out of here guys sad face <laughs> why the sad face <laughs> uh lastly episode 979 we had our friend guest of the year comedian chris lambert mm-hmm. uh and the show was called black on black love all right and uh chris talked about how he was a strong independent man that don't need no woman tell him what to do he can do bad all by his damn self uh we talked about a bunch of other stuff too but here's the comments um vc3 says hello rod and karen with regard to the white house heckler my understanding is that it was a trans woman activist genesec gutierrez who was protesting the administration's stance on lgbt deportations which has led to some activists claiming that gutierrez was effectively silenced at a pride event in the white house and once again it's fuck obama season on social media we've been over this before two years ago an lgbt activist named ellen sturtz interrupted michelle obama's speech at a dnc fundraiser demanding the president sign an executive order to bar federal contractors from discriminating against lgbt's the first lady got annoyed and threatened to walk off but the activist claimed then that sturtz was silenced here's how i see it gutierrez did what she did to garner attention which is her right yet if you're going to be disrupted then you gotta go it's not your stage if all the people claiming gutierrez was silenced were interrupted in the same way would they stand there and just tolerate it right yeah the people have no idea what it's like to be behind the podium for a purpose it's like the president just walked out in the middle of the yard and was like so what you guys up to right like, he I'm called here. y'all there yeah i have an itinerary i have shit to do i have a certain amount of time i'm planning on being here um not to mention you know very disrespectful mm-hmm. uh they don't do this to all the presidents and that's and that's my biggest problem and yeah. the thing about it is that i understand people have their pet peeves people have their issues people you know they're mad they're angry but it's just one of those things where every it's like not like people don't know how to process goals and a lot of times going to the top don't change shit you have to change it at local and state levels before you can really see all these changes come into effect yeah i just want to know what's over the secret service who's, who's scrutinizing these people that get into these meetings with him Oh, his secret service is fucking terrible. Uh, so he says, being interrupted while trying to speak is one of the most aggravating things that anyone has to deal with. Mm-hmm. So they're expecting the president to be above that aggravation and just let people interrupt him when he's talking because they support that cause. Not to mention, if you set that as a president, people, everyone will be doing it. Right. Uh, Kyle says, the worst part about that Jeezy song was that he didn't change his ad libs. Ugh. And then Jeezy responds, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> good with jc hillary b says first i must say this i listen to your show religiously and i love it i live in los angeles and outside of my boyfriend i don't really hang with many people hang out with many people because i just often don't have anything in common with people in my mind as crazy as it sounds you two are my friends lol this show to me exemplifies what real journalism is about loaded (laughs) journalism hold up now (laughs) We, we are going to let like, you down at some point we gonna say some shit to piss you off i'm not I, even gonna lie we definitely ain't journalists i no. have no journalistic training yeah, somebody gonna say a joke a little something inappropriate yeah this ain't nothing but independent uh joking radio 
loaded with intelligent commentary witty creative passionate progressive and structured but always honest you two have a true talent because of my career i work in a predominantly white male industry there are two women in my department and i'm the only black one i can't rant how i like to on social media about something that has been bothering me terribly something i just want to scream to the entire world i hate white people i honestly do i felt this way since i was seven years old and transferred to the magnet program at a school that was pretty much all white i was treated terribly by students and teachers mind you this was in the 90s not the 50s as they love to make us think racism magically stopped then right my interactions with them as as a child and now as an adult have left me with the same conclusion about them they are naturally wicked i'm a huge lover of history so studying world history this is also this also aids in my opinion of them every place on this planet that they have touched they have destroyed to the core i have honestly concluded that they are mutant human beings meaning their destructive social behavior is a form of severe mental illness like an extreme chemical imbalance which is genetically coded within them from their ancestral line as much as the media tends to say we humans are all the same inside we are not this is an open fact africans and europeans differed in progression at some point they live like savages in extremely harsh weather conditions i believe in that time period something occurred that has caused them to become the monstrous beings that they are with all the things happening in the country lately to my beautiful black people at the merciless hands of whites i've i'm having a hard time even being semi-social with white people i'm not crazy i'm not religious at all and i don't have anger issues i'm just so damn tired of them i mean i am tired riding karen i often wonder if i can stay living in this country for the remainder of my life this is how much i hate the way it oppresses us do you two ever get like this with your feelings please let me know i truly value your thoughts every day i wake up and there's something else happening to me at work i have to listen to so many subliminal racist comments none of them are ever blatant because you know the new races now know how to protect they fuck ass selves i'm just tired when i look at them all i see is sheer disgust i don't even i don't ever want to interact with them if it is a big business if it is big business related am i wrong am i crazy please give me your opinions (laughs) lord how did this turn to a strawberry letter uh yeah um i don't think um all white people are evil no they're not i mean that's like a level of racism that i'm just not prepared to have in my life i'm I'm not too Um, to that extreme i don't hate white people either Mm -hmm. um which is another thing which you know and at this point i mean you could make a good argument that that we should um but i do hate certain things like i hate white privilege i hate white supremacy uh and i hate you know systematic oppression based on race but as you know as a result i also don't think that any people are above this like if you go to places where it's only black people they're still evil sometimes correct you know that's countries in africa where you know like boko haram isn't a white thing no it's not you know and you know i and some of the evil that they do to people and their families and whatnot like that that's not that's not like white person made us do that that's those are black people doing that to other black people so i personally don't believe it's 
any level of genetic inferiority or superiority in white people that is causing them to do this um and i also just don't believe that all white people do that shit so i personally like i may have had i i like i have had this feeling of being angry with like i said white privilege white uh um supremacy and being oppressed because we are because i'm black being being prejudged because of my blackness i've had issues with that and i've hated i'll I'll always hate that like i said on the show i'm always angry you know i can't help it i'm always angry because i just happen to be a fucking very aware individual in this country um and you know my anger is righteous and valid you know i but at the same time i have not become consumed to this point where i just think all white people are the worst and all the you know like every white person i work with is the worst like and you may need to change jobs or something i don't know but but um i don't have that exact take on it right and also is you have to come to the place where uh you got to learn that there's a balance just like uh you don't as a black person you don't want to be put in the group where all black people are like white people don't want to be in put in a group where all white people are like because they're not just like we're diverse they're diverse too all of them not racist some of right. them do understand some of them do have empathy and sympathy some of them you know you can be friends you can have intimate relationships with them they're all not evil and once you get to the point where you talk about they're all evil you need to begin to question yourself and, and, and think why do i feel like this is just something not all jokes aside within me that makes me uh feel like this and it's just one of those things where uh especially in the black community we don't believe in psychiatrists psychologists and things like that it might be something where you actually need to go get all jokes aside go get help change a job you know get get somewhere where you feel like you have a safe place uh because i understand you know the anger from uh just society and all that in general because all black people have to deal with that but i do not uh feel like it's right and 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 it's just for you just to write off all white people like they're just the worst people on on earth because uh there are some white people that uh are great and wonderful and will do anything to help anybody regardless of your race and color skin or creed and the same thing about black people um i sometimes i think because um society functions where who's ever in power normally uh oppresses another group of people and it and yeah uh, why wouldn't you feel that way about all men right you know what i mean like as a woman you know men have been terrible you know uh rape genocide war um you know abuse like but i don't hate on men yeah that's what i'm saying like why wouldn't that extend to you know like and that's men of every culture you know i watched last week when black men turned on black women over a fucking white lady pretending to be black like i yeah i just don't have that type of mentality about Mm -hmm. about that and you know you might want to talk to somebody honestly like um if you're that upset and angry all the time it might be something else that's bothering you as well you know right. deep um, deep rooted issues yeah especially if you're at the point where you're like i don't see a difference in none of these white folks i hate them all right yeah you might want to talk to somebody man you know because i you know like i said i i feel like one of the biggest uh misperceptions in a lot of this shit and i made a joke about it a long time ago on the podcast and i stand by this shit if i was a comedian i'd 
make it into a bit but if slavery came back black people were on the most slaves because mm-hmm. uh, and our slaves would be so blinged out man like our slaves like rick ross would have like 17 slaves <laughs> and they would all have rick ross chains and shit like that because if it was seen as a status of wealth right you know black people in this country have been beaten down so much that we are spending our money materialistically mm-hmm. uh, a lot of shit that we don't you know necessarily need but right, that we values need, and, and yeah but but we need it to but we need it right. to make us feel good about ourselves correct in a lot of situations because just tired of being beat down and niggas will be standing in line for the new slaves like when you get nikes coming out and it's like all oh, the new joys coming out it's like all oh, the new slaves coming out yo i'm yeah, I'm gonna ah, get I'm gonna copy. You want them new breeze though? Copy two slaves. Right. I'm telling you right now, my slaves bad as shit. Right, like, I heard. Like my slaves don't even work. My slaves got slaves. Like Right, I even heard the next batches have Somalian dollars. Right. Like it's gonna be like like that. Like I make that joke, but the joke the underlying point of the joint joke is if you put privilege into any situation, anyone could be evil correct anyone could be evil dog i was in a class in college where i never went to the fucking class i went to the class like once every week or two but my teacher was a black dude that was racist against white people oh oh i took that and, class with oh oh black dude yeah. yeah and i got a fucking a in that class i never went and this white girl went to every class and she would be so mad when we got our test back she's like how'd you get an a on the test and i'm like i don't know i didn't even watch any of the movies that or read any chapters or anything i just showed up and got my a and i didn't do anything to help that woman i didn't go to any administrator i didn't like i just took my a and got the fuck i wasn't interested in any social justice in the situation i was thinking shit i'm getting a free a i don't even know what the fuck i did i didn't even think about it in a racist situation until the end of the semester right like that's how far removed i was from the privilege of like i had so much privilege in that situation it never crossed my mind like oh it's because you're white he's giving you a c even though you're trying hard because he has a gripe and he's like fuck you right and you didn't do nothing to him you're working much harder than everyone else in this class you do deserve the a yes you know like i would look at her answers and be like they the same as my answers and the answers are all subjective like he would do shit like make us watch the movie bamboozled and then give us like what did you think the point of this was <laughs> that was the most pointless damn class right and and honestly man i i didn't even watch the movies i would just make up answers but i don't know it represents that uh you know white privilege is this that and the other and i get an a and she would get a C. And she probably watched that shit be confused. Analysis probably. She probably wouldn't even be confused. It's Spike Lee movies are pretty on the nose. Oh, it's Spike Lee movies. Okay. It was, I mean, whatever. I it wasn't always Spike that. Lee, but I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. 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 I feel. It you. wasn't like some complicated ass shit. It would just be like, oh, this is racist and that's why, and it's bad. And then she would get a C, and I would get the A. So I just say all that to be like, I don't feel like. I feel like it's privilege and supremacy and right. systematic racism more than it's any person or any one group of people. Correct. You know, to us, <laughs> it's going to sound weird, but to a certain extent, man, I kind of pity the stupidity of certain white people because 
it's a whole world designed to keep them that stupid yeah and it's kind of it's kind of weird to watch because the only way you really know that it's the matrix is by being on the outside looking in Mm -hmm. you know i have i have some white friends that you know they they do pretty well for themselves they have families they have houses they have good jobs and they have an email chain and i'm on the email chain and sometimes i'm just like wow like you're only getting by on white privilege because you could not be more stupid than you are right now like right like your opinion on something is so not educated it is so just off the box back of a it's just straight up off of fox news or you know what you've been told to think by like you know bill o'reilly and it's so like it's so unresearched and all i could think is thank god i'm not that stupid it sucks that the reason i'm not that stupid is because i've been forced into situations where it's like oh i need to be up on how race is perceived in america right because like, this is a survival skill i don't have the option like like a lot of white people federal black people don't have the option to be ignorant about certain shit because you because when shit come up you have to know yeah. how to explain you know know how to and, say and the right thing and also it's just not a game for me like right you know like they might talk about like one of my friends he's kind of a troll and he franklin he likes to talk about like he wanted to talk about rachel dolezal on the email chain but he cherry-picked the most inflammatory parts to try to make get a reaction out of me so that i would be like motherfucker that's not what happened you know and i'm sure he's read my facebook page he knows of course where and he's, he's very internet savvy he could find the other side of the story he, he doesn't really care and right. so i told him like hey because i didn't want to argue with him. i was just like uh check out the nightly show first segment from uh last night it's on comedycentral.com they do a pretty good job of illustrating what's so ridiculous about this woman's story mm-hmm. right i waited a couple days then you know because the topic just people moved on to something else mm-hmm. and i just waited like two days and like did you ever check out that link oh no nah, not yet okay right because you just wanted to argue troll have an argument have some engagement and put your ignorant opinion out there because it's a game to you it's not right. a game to me you. it could be life and death for us yeah it's, and i and i refuse to treat it that way so it's the privilege that i get upset about i don't think to myself like all oh, these white people are the same i just think like mm-hmm. you know and i'm sure in some to some measure i have and will exude that same privilege in certain spaces myself mm-hmm. uh, or, or at least be tempted to or or be unaware that i'm doing it as right. a man right i'm sure there's been times where it's like something i'm doing where on the outside looking in it's like wow that that's kind of fucked up and i i haven't even thought of it from another perspective you know so i feel like that's you know like i said i'm not trying to paint white people as well no 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 white people are also victims of white supremacy yes they are um and the and, system. And, and 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 systematic racism and stuff but it's just in a different way correct it's and it's not in the, it's not it's no level equal it's no way equal and there's no. no way but i like i said i can't help sometimes but to pity them for being that dumb if you buy into the shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like when i talk to a guy who's completely bought into male privilege like good example when i talk to black dudes who are bought into male privilege uh to the extent that they tell like black women shut up and mm-hmm. uh they what why they gotta get a job that make a lot of money they need to come and 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 be ha- mothers and and take care of their kids and 
and, and stop trying to have an opinion and shit and you're like <laughs> you really think you about to get over systematic racism and keep your family together with no help nigga right like you really don't think you need a warrior to help you fight every goddamn day of your life you you really think that's it like but but they're so blinded by male privilege they'll excuse racism they'll excuse racist shit like uh-huh if black women put a list up of hey these are the names of the black women that have been killed by the police i've seen dudes get mad and be like why are you bringing that up why can't we just stick together and be unified and what they really mean is shut the fuck up don't talk about that because it's not about me right like though i feel bad for those dudes so like while i don't feel as bad for them as i feel for the women that gotta put up with their ass right i still feel bad for them because i'm like you are a victim too you're so stupid mm-hmm. you're a victim in this too because you've been codified to a point of no longer having critical thinking skills right and you can't even relate to someone that does have them you know what i mean like it's such a fruitless conversation and i i, I wonder if that's the frustration that hillary b is having and that's why and then that just kind of has leaked into her being like fuck all white people i hate them right because it's it's not worth the effort it's not worth the time i don't have time to decipher i don't have time to get to have all these personal intimate relationships which with people because fuck it every time i've had an interaction every time something's happened it's been on your dime so fuck you yeah and or maybe you just do hate all white people i don't know oh, that's true too but i will probably talk to somebody about that me too and that's i feel the same way about people way white too supremacists. right way too many white people and you'll never get away from to be hating them all right you just like yeah. it's just you gonna be a lot insane. of work gonna be a lot of work is all i'm saying right jonathan writes in hi karen the rod the woman who heckled the president was trying to protest <laughs> and we know trying to protest the deportation policy in regards to lgbt people it's an important issue in regards to seeking asylum and recognizing marriage equality however i've never seen heckling work that's what i'm saying the speaker has the mic the heckler just looks like an annoying jackass even if you have a point right i think it belittles your cause but okay mm-hmm. you know that's what civil disobedience is though i mean maybe people will go check her out and look into what she's talking about and obviously some people did so maybe you can say it worked right but, but it's gonna be temporary and it's not gonna be long term i'll just say for me personally that shit doesn't work because i just be like uh that person very disrespectful to the president all right the end right i'm not gonna find out about your calls or nothing the white house has petitioned the site and not heckling but bending the staffers ears during the party would have been more effective she just wouldn't have gotten attention the defenders of the confederate flag had to set the fact that they're defending the racist re- regime uh confederacy founding documents say slavery is the reason they committed treason right the state's rights only come up in regards to the fear that lincoln would take away their right to slavery and that the north wasn't cooperating in the fugitive slave act as least uh, to the extent that they wanted the stars and bars wasn't even the official flag of the confederacy but a battle flag of a virginia regiment the swastika has more heritage behind it since it has been used in buddhism for centuries not saying i wouldn't assume a, a person displaying either symbol is racist and keep it moving uh yep and the poll was um will the confederate flag stay gone for good yes it's finally done no it'll be back 90.5 percent of our audience believes it will be back and nine and a half percent says nope and that's the end it's finally gone wow, why people don't like to be told what to do yeah <laughs> but isn't that amazing though like yeah, our audience is mostly black people or at least progressive people that are like the flag is coming down yay 
and the vast majority of them are still cynical like that shit coming back though right 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 because it's so embedded in our country they mm. are not they're they're like fuck you we will not y'all can take it down we will put that shit right back up until you pass a fucking law banning it they're like fuck you yep we got uh we got a uh, couple voicemails let's play those yo what's up ron and cam man what's good this is your boy phil five man um it's been a while since i've called into the show um I wanted to uh, let y'all know, man, y'all are doing a great job with these shows. Uh, really appreciate all the information that you that y'all provided on uh, the Rachel Dolezal and uh, the Charleston. You know, pretty much the uh, medium I come to, you know, to get most of my information about those topics. Also, uh, I'm a little upset, man. Um, y'all, y'all have uh, turned me kind of into a Taylor Swift fan, kind of uh, a fan of her as a person, maybe not so much her music. Um, you know, I'm kind of not really just just not into the music that she makes. You know, the Shake It Off song was cool, but anyway. Um, yeah, man, I really appreciate what she did with, with Apple, and I really feel like it was necessary for her to do it. Um, a lot of consumers and people are are upset, you know, they were upset with Jay-Z for, you know, what he did with Tidal. I guess he just projected what he was trying to do the wrong way. But um, there's so many sites, especially with urban music, we have devalued, as a culture, we like devalued urban music so much because we've got these sites such as, you know, the live mixtapes, the datpiffs.coms, and um, all these other sites that, that uh, allow you to put enormous amounts of music up there, you know, that allow you to get enormous amounts of music for free. It's kind of ridiculous, man. And uh, people just expect now that, oh, we're just supposed to have, you know, something that you created. That's why when I did my album, uh, say Marvel, that's on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon, um, we, you know, we put our, when I put my album up there, um, I didn't go for the free route because... I just didn't feel like it was, I didn't feel like, I felt like I worked too hard to just give give the crap that I worked away, you know, for free. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I don't know how my time is. I know, um, you know, about the three-minute rule. But, hey, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Love the show. I'm going to keep listening. Peace. Peace. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's funny because some artists have been tricked into thinking, um <laughs> that is entitled to ask for money for what you do right the shit you do nobody and it's a funny when it comes to shit that involves creativity any type of of abstract thing that people can't quantify people expect you to do that motherfucker shit for free but nobody else wants to go to their regular nine to five and just show up and have your boss feel like you know what i don't feel like fucking paying you today why don't you come here and work at work this eight hour job for goddamn free i'm not gonna pay you because i fucking don't feel like and i feel like you ought to be obligated to show your ass up here every day and do it for motherfucking free people revolt i that's why i feel the same way about artists and what they do any type of art form you need to get paid and compensated for what you do yeah, it's funny too because people are like, I can steal your music, so why are you gonna ask for money for it? But technically, you could 
fucking shoplift all your clothes if you want like you know you run the risk of getting caught but you know you could technically be like i'm gonna go steal you know all the pants that i'm wearing this year like but you wouldn't because one you know you're gonna get caught which kind of tells you the whole morality of most people anyway but but two you know it just wouldn't it's it's not one of those things that crosses your mind because it's just like well you don't steal pants correct you know um like we i've had people ask me like hey man how can you you know get advertising for your show and uh why do you read the live read so good and shit like that and i'll listen to other people's podcasts and they'll do a live read and it's terrible and they sound like they're sad to ask for your money they sound like they're sad that they have to advertise but then when you go pay your motherfucking hosting fee when you go pay for your sites when you go pay for your um bandwidth for your podcast and shit and or when you're like i can't put a show out because i'm running out of bandwidth this month nobody feels sorry for you then people actually feel like why didn't you ask for the money and people like you like i wanted to right i like if i knew the choice was between not having the blackout tips or having it i would pay you i would give you a dollar you know there's people that sign up for our premium shows i don't even think they listen to some of the shows but it's like they want us to be here and the thing is it's a valuable service and the same thing goes for your music felt like and taylor swift is fucking right and i'm sorry i'm never gonna feel sorry about that i'm never gonna argue like i like i feel like a lot of times i'm arguing on your behalf on people's behalf right because they feel some kind of way about asking for money for what for shit that they did you know what time and fucking effort it takes to make good music right it takes a long ass time i know because there's so much bad music i've made some like, <laughs> there's a lot of time and effort to make good quality music it takes a lot of time and effort to put our podcast together Ain't that's true like, this shit didn't happen overnight mm-hmm. so so yeah i feel some kind of way and you know i'm sure there's people that are just like i'll take the free shit and that's it and that's cool but you know like there we should be compensated mm-hmm. you know that's why when people hear about our five-star review policy they normally adapt it for their own podcast because it's a great fucking idea like so if people like what you do enough to download and listen every week they should be able to take four minutes and log in and say five stars thank you so much i like what you do don't cost them a dime right like it's it's not you know and it, it doesn't make you a jerk for being like yeah you should do that you know like you gotta ask for what you deserve sometimes and taylor swift's 100 percent right man mm-hmm. like, and and i and they capitulated to her so you know i don't think it was just the strength of who she is because let's be honest if the streaming service didn't have taylor swift on it it'd just be another streaming service without taylor swift on it but the point she made in her argument was right now i think the media treatment of her is kind of weird and biased um and i do have issues with that i wish they treated other people like that all the time but, right with the same respect right right but that's a totally different issue, issue right. there's really nothing she can do about that Mm-mm. uh all right next voicemail hi rod and karen this is easy e i was just calling to let you know how much i really really enjoy your show and um how much your show is really meant to me and probably uh, to a lot of your listeners, especially in this time of strife and when it feels like, you know, black people can't even live, we can't even go out without having our guard up. And I just want you to know just how important you are to me and probably to all of your listeners because honestly, I think, you know, you two are 
um, are probably as important as DeRay and Netta and what they do because laughter is just as important because it helps us keep our sanity and definitely helped me keep my sanity throughout all this craziness. Um, so I just wanted to call you guys and, and give you a shout out and just tell you thank you so much and how much you guys mean to me and, and, and I enjoy your show. Thanks and have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Oh man, thank you very much. Um, thank you. My first impulse is, of course, to say, obviously, we're not as important as Nana and DeRay. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, they was actually on the ground, you know, getting like pepper sprayed and shit, or yeah, you know, getting and yeah, smoke, smoke shot thrown at them and shit. But um, but I did, but I, but I, but that was my first impulse. But I am, I do feel like what we do is important. And it does matter to me, and I'm glad it matters to our audience. Cause laughing is important, man. Like honestly, it's been important to me my whole life. Um, and a lot of the shit we going through together, you know, us as people, like me and Karen as people, and y'all as an audience, y'all going through our lives with us too. Ain't that the truth? You know, we have people that write in about hard times, people dying, family members and shit gone and and being like yo uh, you know diseases going to the hospital and being like hey y'all got me through that y'all were part of the reason that you know i'm glad i'm still here and i'm part of the reason that mate took my mind off of whatever negative things were, were on my mind for right. a couple of hours a day correct and uh and the same thing has happened with, with with our audience and me you know um there's been times honestly like some shit will happen right before the show i'll be ready to cry and you turn that mic on and it's like boom like and you know uh whether it be because you know some of the sad shit we talked about and joked about it's still we still people ain't that the so truth. you know whether it, you know when trayvon martin's closing arguments were made like i was in tears and then 30 minutes later i was doing the show and laughing you know what i mean because there's a certain level of professionalism you have to take to it and a certain level of like um just like relief mm-hmm. and fun that we get from doing this right it's a pleasure to do this mm-hmm. um so so you know it's and it can be a distraction for us as well so so yeah it, it, you know i and i feel like <laughs> and it's no shout shot at anybody else's medium or their podcast or their tv shows or whatever but i feel like in my mind what we do is the most important you know what I mean? I don't mean it on some like we more important than that and Dory. I don't mean no. it that way. Mm-mm. But I but, mean yeah. as a podcast, that I escape. feel like our mission of just let's escape, let's have fun, let's but let's talk about things that people refuse to talk about. You know, let's 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 have a couple, you know, let's let's not troll our audience. Let's not let's right. have let's be honest and have real opinions. Let's, let's act br- like our audience is competent. Yeah, let's bring on people that you might not get to hear from other walks of life like shit matters to me a lot you know what i mean like i was saying the other night how uh on twitter like because deray and netta were going through some shit with uh, drama social media drama you know how niggas do but um i was like yo one of my proudest moments and one of the most awesome moments for the show for me was getting netta on here to talk game of thrones for like an hour and some change right you know even you know like and she you know and it also kind of is like maybe she got some relief and had some fun and some silliness with us for that you know that that's my hope you know because we didn't bring her on here and go tell us about ferguson 
right because she gets where talk, you she when Mike, that all the time yeah not just that but i i don't want i i would like for her to have to escape too right it matters you know i see her talk about it on twitter sometimes but she like yo i just want to like have i don't want to let people steal my fun and i feel like that's kind of our show you don't steal our fun like Correct. you don't get to, like you can take a lot from us don't take that like that's the last straw so yeah that's one thing that that i do have control over i have control over my happiness like like right. i i might not have control over the situation the circumstances the things around it how people treat me what people say to me i i don't have control of that but what i do have control over is how i respond and how i look at it and a lot of times i would turn around and look at it as a form of laughter because if not you will mentally go insane i just think you have to fight fiercely for your fun you cannot like it doesn't it, you know it, it you have to be vigilant and, and militant about it like you gotta want it hard like i want i want to have fun every day that i can have every day that i can have it like you know like that matters to me so right because there, there are a lot of people that quote unquote feel that once you quote unquote become an adult all they that shit goes away and you're right. like that shit's not fun that's why a lot of those people be like, why you read comic books why you play video games why you go to the movies why you smile all the time why you happy like fuck you you're not fun right you know someone uh, on twitter <laughs> i made a joke uh actually it might be too long to explain it's just, but i made a joke about somebody had wanted the raid to put trigger warnings before he told news on twitter about how people were like killing Tamir Rice and shit like that and it was this long diatribe where I felt the person was 100% in the wrong they were trying to make it seem like he was a bad person because you know you might be triggering me because you you post a video of somebody getting killed and then you demand that everyone watch it and it's like you don't have to follow him you don't have to watch anything Mm -mm. you can mute block delete whatever the fuck it you want to right Mm -hmm. so then um so then uh he goes like you know um uh sorry i had to ban this dude. uh so Thank so then you. so then um deray tweeted something about the girl brie how oh, was her last name oh i don't want to take it but the woman who would climb the flagpole mm-hmm. and took down the motherfucking flag yeah if i talk about that tomorrow yeah yeah brie newsom um so he tweeted that picture out and i was like what no trigger warning you know as a joke and then somebody was and i was and then i tweeted out after that i was like five people will get that joke <laughs> you know what i mean because a lot of people are gonna read it and think rides against trigger warnings or some stupid you know whatever but mm-hmm. my thing was five people will get that that's a joke about that one dude who wanted trigger warnings for every fucking thing and um so so then this girl does tweet out later like not funny and so i said blocked <laughs> so i blocked her because i was like you know fuck it man you know like i don't want to be a cause harm to you and 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 you seem to be on this shit and right you obviously didn't get the context of the joke and how far it went back and what it exactly had to do and it's like there are people with mental issues and i work in this field and there are people that want to help in the movement but they are easily triggered and this that and i was like yeah man like you got to take extra special precaution for yourself. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now, A, 
I don't give a fuck. And B, people act like leaving the room is never an option. It's like, if I come in the room and I have an issue, you got to leave. Not me. Bitch, you came into the room. You know, it's one of the things where I come into the room with everybody having a party and I tell y'all to stop having a party because I'm offended by the party. And you're like, no, 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 no. The party don't stop. You got to leave. Yeah, some Debbie Downer shit. But the point being, when there's a hashtag trending about go home, DeRay, or a dude putting out a fucking hit uh you know threatening to give this dude's location and shit um yeah it's you dog it's you you are part of the problem now you went like you trying to take over and like this is your way of being in the spotlight and i don't trust the motivations of folks like that but the point being there's always somebody trying to spoil your fun Mm -hmm. someone always trying to take your fun away someone always trying like she i made an obvious joke and this woman came through like how dare you and it's like oh i see you just want to have my fun i can help you i'm not gonna take your calls and you ain't gotta take my fun right block right we we don't need to talk people well sometimes block isn't enough it's enough for me it sure is it's been enough for me block is block block is your friend honey i I, like a lot of people to realize because when it comes to social media you control who you follow you control who you interact with you control your timeline so people complain it's like no 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 the problem isn't the people there the problem is that you haven't uh cleaned up house and got people out of there that affects you in that manner right and no one else is gonna live their life for you correct i'm sorry last voicemails good morning riding caring dear brother dear sister this is Christina. Oh, so much, so much this week. Just real quick, um, comment on Obama's eulogy. I don't know if you can cover it, maybe you will, but just hot bars every day. Hot bars, hot bars. But um, South Carolina, it's just ironic to me. Oh. oh. Damn, they got him. Sounds like uh, a <laughs> president, president Obama did not want that shit getting out to the air. I know that was like cut a cut a line, cut a line. She called back two minutes later. Let's see what this says now. Sorry, um, it's early. Okay, so this is Tina again. Um, commenting about connecting the rapper chief episode. I love that episode. I love what you had to say. I'm just on premise that when black folks say certain words, it's an issue, and that because Obama is black, it's an issue. But um, I want to connect to the eulogy. When I heard him speak yesterday, you know, you could hear, people don't understand, he is the president. He can't go around saying, what's up, my nigga, look crackers, let me tell you. But you could just hear so much emotion in his voice um, yesterday when he was well, the other day when he was talking, and I was just like, this is it. And all I have to say is, you know, it was just coming out. It's about to be on top, and because the closer he gets to leaving office, he's got to crack heads, okay? Um, next thing is, happy Friday, happy Friday. It just seemed like for gay people and black people that, wow, it's kind of like this irony. On one end, gay people celebrate, yay, gay marriage quality, but then I'm thinking, if you black and gay, um, violence, hate crimes, transphobia, there's still issues. Anyway, just want to say what's up to my favorite podcast. All right, peace. <coughs> peace. Yeah, uh, intersectionality is a motherfucker, you know, obviously when it comes to stuff like that, but don't let that stop you from celebrating that milestone. Please. please I won't. Don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, say what you want. Like, I get that shit ain't great for everybody, but the 
the supreme court holding up marriage equality is huge and yes it is i don't let anybody steal your joy from that like that's a big moment and yes black people are going to continue to have problems uh gay people are going to continue to have problems like people are going to continue to have problems problems are always coming but if you Mm -hmm. don't take a minute to spike the football after you get that touchdown then what's the fucking point of playing the game right like you gotta get a, you gotta get up there and uh hit your dougie on man so i was celebrating and i was happy for all the gay people that got the right to get married man this president is has been awesome um you know and you know it's a good example of people that you know kind of pelled his feet to the fire and in, until the uh you know to the stance on the issue change so yeah Cor- I'm, I'm down with it correct uh and not to get off topic but did you do you have queued up the article that somebody had wrote about us? You're not going to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it somewhere. Okay. Great, great point, Karen. I almost forgot to do that. No problem. I didn't know if you did, but I said, no, I, I, I got it queued up somewhere. Um, um, so uh, I guess we can start with the emails first and okay. then, we'll, then we'll do the article. Okay. All right. Uh, so we got, as always, podcast emails. Uh, Aaron writes in, first time trying this hi i have been listening to your show for now now for between six to eight months i started listening after my sister finally talked me into it i love the games and have even caught myself laughing so hard sometimes i start crying the show 971 uh 971 by rachel had me mad at first but laughing so much at the end i had almost done a split a spit take with the red kool-aid i was drinking i hope when i get myself together i'll be able to subscribe to premium oh and before i forget uh can uh i can get my phone to not hate me i'll give you five stars on stitcher thank you aaron thank you sweetie and we appreciate you mm-hmm. and you know that's i believe in when she says she doesn't do that often because that was an aol email address so that's how you know the love is real <laughs> that was you know serious I mean? she had to go blow the dust off that password and hit hit up her favorite podcast that's what's up <laughs> right that's for you know the, sh- the shit got real that, that's love aaron shout out to your sister for putting you on right it's like dial up Woo thoughts on your show thoughts on your show do not say my name oh all right hi rod and karen i just wanted to let you guys know that i look forward to listening to your show every day while i'm at work it helps me get through the day through my day i found you guys i listened to an old episode of bomani jones show the evening jones when bomani had rod on to talk about whatever subject he was talking about he would allow rod to promote the podcast after multiple times rod mentioned the blackout tips i became curious about what it was and decided to look into it and i've been hooked ever since i enjoy the topics that you guys talk about whether i agree with your points of view or not you guys make valid points on your views and make me think in a whole new way about things after your podcast from 6 15 it makes me think about this if dylan roof was a muslim and the manifest that he created had the word black replaced with american would people still doubt that the shooting in south carolina was a terrorist attack mm. ain't that the truth sweetie exactly powerful bars right there um person i can't say their name also if a bomb was used instead of a gun would people still doubt that it was a terrorist attack in addition if people are scared of what dylan roof said in his manifesto then they should be terrified at the fact that there are people like him who feel the same way that he does right have you guys guys ever wondered why white supremacy groups who have a history of killing black people are not considered terrorists right that i i have wondered that why is it that if a white person joins a white supremacist group no one gives a damn but if someone were to join a muslim extremist group they're apprehended and labeled as a terrorist before they even attempt a terrorist act yeah there's actually they actually do stings and setups and it's 
not that i okay it's gonna feel weird but it's not that i necessarily feel bad for these people but if you ever look into the investigations when they do say they caught a terrorist in in the u.s a lot of times is 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 almost like entrapment because mm-hmm. they try to find these guys who are marginalized and be like oh let's offer them the, let's tell them we're gonna sell them a missile or some shit and then the person will go okay um i don't know if i'm really into that kind of shit and they're like no 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 no. you get a missile real cheap blah blah and sometimes they'll the person won't really have the money won't really have the means and they'll still show up for this meeting to get a missile or something and then boom it's the fbi but the only thing you see on the news is we got a terrorist who was planning to blow up Times square right it's like that's not really what happened but Mm-mm. close enough and my point my bigger point is we don't ever see them do that to white people right because like there's no we trapped this white supremacist who was planning to blow up a jewish community center because they just don't even run that kind of sting it's like no we don't catch them because we don't consider them to be terrorists right and we don't consider them to be terrorists because if we consider that we have terrorists in our country we would also have to consider they are born and raised here they look like us we will also have to uh say publicly that racism exists we also have to say publicly that the kkk exists we will have to make all these connections and nobody ever wants to admit that the call is coming from the inside of the house yeah so i just think yeah and i think the reason and it's funny because people go it's it's almost like because they're white terrorists every time they do some terrorist shit we're supposed to be surprised like yo white terrorists burn down the church oh right like they it's individual. Like, uh, it's like you mean the fifth one in six days i'm i know it's crazy what a crazy coincidence like, what? right and you also have to admit that at the end of the day when you look around they're always loners you never because you know you don't want to test it with a group you don't want to test it with a clique you don't want to say that they were the clan they always a lone wolf and when you go and pull back the layers you find out that they were on these internet groups they were they were going to the meetings you know and all this shit but all this evidence in your face but they're lone wolf though okay Hmm. Um. So, but yeah, that's why. Why is it that if white supremacists join white supremacist group, no one gives it. Right. It is messed up that we as Americans are worried about a group of people that are on on the other side of the world, but we overlook the terrorists who are in this country. I know this is not going to happen, but I hope that Roof is charged as a terrorist and they waterboard his ass to obtain info from him so the feds can take take down others like him. Oh, oh, before you move before you move on, also another reason why they will not consider this terrorist because they don't people don't respect the group he was terrorizing. That right. the truth be told, you know, because when other shit happened to Oklahoma City bombing, that was terrorist attack. Like on certain situations it consider a terrorist attack, even well, it's if part it's on white course. people. It's part of the course. One, his mentality is not that different from a lot of people's mentality who don't do terrorism but they believe the exact same thing. Right. Like they believe that black people are inferior and that they're raping their women and right. all the shit. So right. How, how can you terrorize that group? And then the second thing is, um, oh fuck, I forgot the second thing. But, uh, yeah, so, but, but yeah, there's a lot of people who feel like his mentality is right there. Like, I do believe black people are inferior. I do move when they come into my neighborhood. I do cross the street. You know, Mark Cuban's talking about crossing the street openly in the world. Like, like it's such a reasonable thing to do i see a black person across the street why wouldn't i yeah, they're scary black people sure i have a team full of them that i pay millions of dollars but if i saw fucking 
you know uh monte ellis walking down the street at 11 p.m i'm crossing the street because i know he can't he's probably not a good person he's black you know so that mentality is just totally uh right there so yeah i wouldn't you know i i think that's one of the reasons you don't find so much outrage about it and then oh i know what the second thing was and the second thing is the narrative is written in this country where black people gotta forgive you because our victimhood isn't looked the same as the same as other shit when Mm -mm. people still ain't forgiving not not just the terrorists but by extension countries mm-hmm. and religions come on now they have not forgiven muslims as a religion as if all muslims did that to us they haven't forgiven saudi arabia they haven't forgiven anyone in the middle east people still want to kill like people made clint eastwood's xenophobic movie the number one movie um critically last year that badass movie i don't think i've seen it but i okay but but my point being it's still okay to hate muslims Mm -hmm. black people forgive the the charlotte i wasn't gonna play the video tomorrow but i'll just tell you guys in charlotte the church that they burned by the time they did the interview for the 11 o'clock news the pastor was already forgiven them we've already forgiven them you've already forgiven them now i'm not telling you you can't forgive but the narrative it was important to the the narrative what we have to know is that we're such good people that we don't even hold grudges no but in america holding a grudge is a privilege right right because the thing is is that if you come on be like no motherfucker i'm angry i'm mad i will not stand for this all of a sudden the narrative turns into you being a victim to you being aggressively angry yeah our president doesn't get to be angry about race yep you know holding a grudge is a privilege in this in america and black people don't have that Mm-mm. we're not afforded that so you have to take it I'm still waiting on somebody to be like, no, I don't forgive him and fuck that nigga and I won't be happy until he's dead in the motherfucking cell. Oh, yeah. That's, That's cool. what I'm waiting for somebody to say, but nobody's going to say that. And I get it because, I mean, if you were, I don't know, actually, the odds of them not having at least one relative because it's not like yeah. everybody had to be going you know, to that church. But like this, those people aren't the spokespeople, the people that would go fuck that nigga. Yeah. They, they ain't putting a microphone in their face that you know they, they're like you can't come to the meeting because we don't right. want you showing your ass yeah somebody i love down like that nigga you don't interview me because ain't gonna be no forgiveness coming out no time soon <laughs> and it's gonna be a whole lot of bleeping on my interviews so right they gonna, like, they, get gonna, ready. they gonna look at you like tyrone jamal Mm-mm, y'all can't y'all can't come we gotta leave y'all behind yeah i'm i'm gonna be up and uh we already forgive him uh he's speaking for himself um don because it's definitely gonna be on don limit show when this happens <laughs> and i would just like to say first of all i know you're not okay with this but fuck that nigga <laughs> okay it's not offensive to me and i'm using it in the bad way not a term of endearment <laughs> and i'm black so i get to do it uh anyway um so let's see what else he said uh she uh he or she said waterboard his ass obtain info from him so the feds could oh yeah get that last thing for those who say if someone had a gun this wouldn't happen you could eat a bag of dicks fort hood had a shooting twice one last year and the other in 2009 in both cases the shooter was in the military base of all places and decided to shoot the military personnel who were trained <coughs> who were trained to use a gun 
in both cases lives were lost and left some injured what do you think would happen if a civilian had a gun in the shooting in south carolina i'm sorry if i brought you guys down my comments keep up the good work enjoy your day you have a good day as well person that i can't say their name and uh don't worry about it you didn't bring me down at all Mm -mm. about your comments on rachel dolezal this is from uh atb hey rod and karen great show you guys do when i saw your comments on rachel dolezal and the woman during the interviewing well that's melissa harris perry she don't play and a very good professional she su- she doesn't suffer bs lightly as you can see from the interview she can't prepare for this bs and i had to email him back and say that was not melissa Harris perry that interview was from the today show oh yeah when we play yeah no no yeah, baby that yeah. was a white lady that sure was i forget her name but she is famous yeah and she was like mm-mm, mm-hmm. them white woman tears is not working on me girl right we see the anger with with, with mhp yeah i forget what her name is but she was good yeah somebody in chat gotta know her name man but uh yeah she was great natalie that was her name i think natalie morales nah i wasn't her. i don't hey you know what i'm not gonna get the line yeah Just, I, I don't i don't y'all know who i'm talking about yep that interview was off the motherfucking chain she was like she was like no that was basically yeah that interview was basically just mm-mm in <laughs> in, in audio <laughs> like it just like personal your, form your tricks will not work on me that sorcery does right. not work this way ma'am i just feel like i always been black mm-mm. look at your receipts you have not been black very long right yeah i know it was matt lauer did one i'm, I'm looking through the uh looking through the um that man we had so many articles about this dumbass lady right um identify as black that's the first interview uh medium spray tan whether she's black i don't understand question i you know I, I can't find it right now but she works for like the today show and she's actually like a um a really good um interviewer so mm. anyway uh but it wasn't melissa harris perry oh and no if you were on twitter you'd know because she got drugged for her interview quote unquote uh interviewing quote unquote uh feedback Emil writes saying hi karen and rod listening to that father's day special i think i figured out where rod gets his sense of humor from papa morrow has was dropping hilarious low-key one-liners it was so subtle that if you didn't pay attention you would miss them yes you would but there were palpable funny bone rewards if you paid attention yeah my dad uh is hilarious and on the show is probably the quietest he is with his jokes mm-hmm. he's normally much more gregarious if i just go down the house and start talking we argue about stuff and <laughs> getting long conversations yeah, yeah your dad is a, is a very uh uh critical thinker and sometimes i have to because your daddy know me sometimes i have to apologize to him because you know me uh sometimes when i talk and i'm passionate about stuff i have a tendency to get loud so i have a tendency so i i've, I've kind of rank you know rained down it a little bit but i was talking to your dad about uh uh rachel dolezal and i was getting loud with him i was like oh shit i was like i was like i didn't really get loud with him but i was letting him know i didn't agree what he was saying yeah i blame the internet for that shit because sometimes people just have legit questions because they don't be knowing and i find myself getting ready to jump in their shit because i've been dealing with internet shit all day so i'm just and like, i had to explain that to him yeah <coughs> and, he, and he was like well i read the comments on the the internet and i told him i say and i understand that i said but there's a complete difference between you reading those comments and you actually interacting with those people yeah which you know 
for better or worse make for good or bad right let me also take the time out to let you guys know how much i appreciate your show your voices keep me company at work for a better part of a week i don't always agree with you guys but the show is always entertaining and poignant now i know when you hear the phrase i don't always agree with you guys the disagreement almost always revolves around your stance with lgbt issues that's not where my disagreements rest you see i'm a patriots fan and i think tom brady is an excellent qb for a stiff white non-athletic pocket passer <laughs> and i think the deflate gay stuff is way overblown but that's neither here nor there oh uh, yeah you, we definitely don't get along yeah, no we we yeah and, we, and, yeah, oh wait hold on, hold on wait, wait, i do want to clarify i do think tom brady is an excellent qb not true i just think he also cheats now, right you could you can have both it's almost worse correct it's almost worse he don't need to cheat he can't Mm-mm. help himself as you know like some people have addiction problems i he addicted to cheating and i'm sorry emil but i gotta keep it real with you so i wouldn't have a show i know you guys haven't gotten to it yet but i'm pretty sure you'll touch on it on sunday's episode spoiler alert uh supreme court got it uh, right on gay marriage and i just wanted to celebrate it with you it's it's been legal in canada for 10 years but it's still such a huge deal that the united states is taking this leap forward on once the only superpower the u.s moves forward maybe more people in my home country jamaica will take note and adjust attitudes towards acceptance maybe i don't know y'all 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 don't play right uh one one more thing i got what'd you say Ken? i said no they're like nope you got to go they yeah. kick you out yeah a lot of countries will kill you for that one more thing i got chills last week when you picked up the voicemail and chill was on the line what did see what i did there when I just started listening to TVGWT, the highlight of the feedback episode was Chill's calls and voicemails. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite episodes ever was the one where Chill was a guest. Uh, it tried to convince us that she wasn't a feminist. Uh, <laughs> man, we didn't even get to talk about topics that day. New. No. Thanks again for another great week of shows for the watch. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. And last email, K right, uh, Kim writes in, hi rod and karen this is called confederate craziness the other night my husband was telling me in south america nazis weren't the only ones taking refuge there after the civil war confederates unhappy with the north winning fled to brazil there are numerous videos on youtube showing celebrations held there to celebrate the confederacy i wasn't sure if you knew about this but i it definitely makes me think what the fuck and at the same time i suddenly understand why they were so open to take in nazis right and they were saying like places where they've banned the swastika mm-hmm. they actually use the confederate flag yeah i've seen yeah i've heard about that <laughs> welcome to dixie brazilian style <laughs> <laughs> My name is Robert Lee Ferguson. My name comes from the great general of the Confederate States during the war. And we are very proud to descend from such brave people. Bunch of pictures of the Confederate flag. In the U.S., if you put pictures like this on Facebook, you get a lot of people angry. In Santa Barbara, Brazil, it's as common as football and samba. Analyzing the Brazilian corner of the deep web, Vocative found some photos and fan pages that looked like they came from south of the Mason-Dixon line, not south of the equator. In the east of Brazil, two hours...
yeah all right you know what that makes sense i have a friend who is from south carolina he dates a brazilian chick maybe uh that's how they fell in love um (laughs) all right last thing we got written about on gear diary uh dot com Uh Uh, (coughs) um fan of the show greg uh austin uh wrote about us i'll put it in on the screen if you guys want to read it but um uh, says podcast spotlight the black guy who tips as i began my flight out west for the popular further with Ford 2015 conference i found myself with one problem good podcast anyone can go ahead and listen to music trust me my spotify is stacked with everything you can imagine minus taylor swift okay i admit bad blood is my jam but that's besides the point i have much variety put but sometimes just like I just like to hear people talk about the topics going around the world. That's where my Pocket Cast app comes into play. While with following over 80 different podcasts, some that only do a podcast once a week, sometimes once a month, I long for more. When I first started talking, uh, taking my listening seriously, uh, then I, then last Christmas, my mother told me about a podcast that her coworker's friend listened to from time to time and loved, The Black Guy with Tips me being a guy who prides himself on paying proper gratuity uh i was interested instantly tbgwt as i know it and you possibly seen on twitter talks about everything that i relate to without giving me the feeling that i got from one podcast i used to listen to in the past host rod and karen are a married couple who live in the south which my family is based from so i can identify with from being a black man just attempted to do right in the world and the struggles that come with it to trending topics like rachel dolezal's identity crisis uh and he has some really good pictures of us in here and stuff with a special guest episode every ep- uh almost every episode with a special guest almost every episode the blackout tips has a podcast almost three to four times a week five it's five uh which is rare with uh podcasts of this quality each podcast usually lasts about 90 minutes or longer so if you need to pay the time on a commute or simply uh, pass the time on a commute or simply get sick of the lack of shows on tv you can listen to them live through spreecast mobile app while chatting with their community or through itunes stitch or any podcast app out there on top of having games that you can play along to even if you're a day behind and you're listening right and can have me really in almost daily i often have my co-workers asking what the hell are you listening to that's so funny if you're a fan of the walking dead or game of thrones this is the podcast to listen to i've tried my hand at enjoying other game of thrones podcasts that discuss each episode but there were so many details they wouldn't discuss that rod and karen and their buddy justin do weekly sometimes with a special guest from another podcast and as a forever danny fan their love for her will make you love her appreciate cersei's pettiness all while making you feel like you are sitting on the couch beside them watching it and with the walking dead summer series about to begin any week now fear the walking dead they promise to do a weekly podcast about this as well mm-hmm. but there's so much more to their topics the Huffington post mentioned them as the barbershop of podcast but to me they are the older siblings that i should have had having a spouse of another race some podcasts seem to drive the racial thing pretty hard but with rod and karen not only are they respectful in their discussion but seeing another couple regardless of race working together for the greater podcast good gives me more motivation to help my woman identify the way we see particular things it it becomes uh it's become a staple of our home as now not only does she listen but our bond is that much closer as a result rod and karen aren't just speakers for the black community but they are huge fans of things i like and that the humor and that's the humor of ball alert stories regardless of their articles being good or bad my mother (laughs) 
listened to an episode and commented hearing rod tell these baller stories is the tone of a woman gives me life (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little offended she's taking him on as her own son but he's like family so i let it slide there's thousands of podcasts i listen to for example but the blackout tips hands down is my favorite it's always good so see uh, to see some of your peers doing good and with over 200 episodes (laughs) over 970 something episodes and a following that well he's right it is over 200 as well by a lot that even includes talking dead host chris harwick uh who also has a podcast the nerdist if you're in the mood for a bit of diversity or simply need a change in perspective for what the news tells you about current events including world events sports even story of sword ratchetness that happened in the world you may have never heard about this is the best podcast so if you want to get a true glimpse of Ryder karen's podcast you can follow them at the links below and he has links to itunes stitcher podomatic uh website our twitter just like what oh, a great writer thank you sweetie thanks greg man you can follow him on twitter he's al shark tongue uh on twitter uh <laughs> and uh yeah i watched him um do uh he they he was doing like a ford like he's like he got a pretty cool job is what i'm saying he was he was out there at this conference taking pictures of everybody it seemed dope and um <clears throat> yeah man i i never really think about um how we're helping race relations or anything Mm-mm. just try to be honest and open um mm-hmm. i don't hate white people so yep uh i'm sure there's a podcast to do but i just don't you so sure i don't. never but i never thought of it as like and now even if you're in an interracial relationship you can listen baby i just thought to myself uh let's keep it honest you know right so anyway man uh glad that uh, y'all listen man glad you uh, glad you wrote that about us we'll Me be back too. tomorrow um at 10 a.m on a sunday probably 10 a.m uh, on a sunday and uh thanks everybody for listening uh we'll have a new movie review coming out soon we we just saw dope last night mm-hmm. so that should be cool and uh all right man until tomorrow i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.